dead mouse. Hello and hey. welcome back to the Dude Cast. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Uh, it is another week. We are back here at this table doing this thing. We are. Against all better judgment we yet are. again. Yeah. We are. Yes. 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 <laughs> week yes. after week, we continue to, to come down here, destroy our livers and lungs, and sometimes our throats when we, when yeah. we decide to raise our voices. Yeah, right. Um, when we decide. When we decide. When we willingly choose to raise our voices for the sake of comedy and uh, no other reason. And for no other reason. <laughs> huh. Um... So yeah, this is our forty fourth episode. How about that? Sure is. How about that shit? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do we have anything noteworthy to open with here? Uh, uh not that I can think of. I, I I got my muffler fixed finally. That was something. Yeah. That was good. I. What I, did it end up costing you anyway? I don't think you said. Uh, one fifty. One fifty? Yeah, because it wasn't the muffler itself. Oh, okay. the, the guy said if it was the muffler itself, it would have been closer to like five or six hundo. Yeah. Right. And then. Uh, uh, but no, it was just like, I think the word he used was flange. I don't know anything about cars. I don't either. But it, but yeah. it, it was it was like a little, like, like it was a point where two pipes were like bolted together. Yeah. And then like one part of it was like off. Like, mm. like it was like, oh, okay. it, it like, like broken off. Like the, the bolted part was intact, but then like the pipe itself, it like Ooh, split. Snap. Flange is one of those words that could not mean anything. And I would have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Get sure. your hand off of that blasted Samo flam. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is a Samo flam? Where'd you go incidentally to get it done? Uh, Midas. Oh yeah. Midas. They were yeah. very good. Yeah. They, um, they are usually very good. Uh, yeah. I, I looked at the reviews. Google reviews tend to yeah. be like they, I like them because they, they tend to have, have like as good of a concentration of, of positive reviews as they do of negative ones, yeah. which is nice because people tend to use reviews as like their own negative, yeah. you know, venting soapbox. Yeah. But uh, uh, one of the guys there uh, was mentioned by name, and he was who I got when I called, and he was he was super nice, and you know, it, cool. it, it was quick. It, t- it took I don't know. I I got there at like two forty five, and I was out of there by four fifteen. Yeah, so. there you go. Not, not bad. bad. Not too bad. Yeah. I just I just played. Uh, I've been I've been getting into the bad habit of getting games on my Kindle Fire. Um, yeah, I got that game, The Room. That uh, you know, it's a one of those. Uh, what a it, story! <laughs> it's like a three. I love that. I had played all three of them. Oh, okay, I've got the other two. I haven't tried them yet. I've beaten the first room. I just wanted to. I wanted to run through it again. It's the escape game, right? Kind of. Yeah, it's, it's puzzle boxes. It's like a yeah. It's like a you a puzzle box that you can like rotate around it and look at it from all angles and stuff. It. It's it's trippy. It's a little creepy. It's kind of, your sipping is picking up on the microphone really well. It's because yeah. this coffee's hot. It's it's almost like a bit of a like a like a more compact mist almost. Yeah. You know, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, uh, anyway, that that's what I did. While I was waiting for my car to get fixed. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I love the room. I, I I'm in the middle of the third one. I haven't finished that one, mm. but it's a really cool game. It's it's pretty creative. The design is really thoughtful. I feel like as the series goes on, they try to add like a story and they yeah. really don't have to. Nah. Like they could just drop the whole story thing. I'm fine with that. It's fluff. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So, uh I'm thinking about getting a cherry tree. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about that. Yeah. That's, that's I don't cool. know if that's worth talking about on the podcast, but I want a cherry tree. You just yeah. you got to keep rogue George Washingtons out of yeah, your yard. Right. I have to have a no Washington zone. You have to have a Washington crow. 
<laughs> Here's or a, a, a scare Washington. <laughs> a, sca- a scare Washington. <laughs> yes, a scare, yeah. a scare George. Yeah. What is the scarecrow version of George Washington? Oh, it's it's um. Well, no, you're scaring away George Washington. So it would be That's like a, it. it would oh, be yeah. like a big King George the <laughs> Third, made out of straw. Just, just like a really mean-looking red coat. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really stupid. It'd be a, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A scare like George. That. A right. scare George. What about, you can get a scared George Washington Carver. It's just, just George Washington Carver holding a jar of Jif. And it'll scare off white people. <laughs> Jif? Yeah, well, I don't know. Yes, I like it. Yeah. That's, you know, I've heard the choosy moms choose it, yep. so yeah. probably also. George Washington Carver, famously one of the only black people that white people have heard of historically. <laughs> right. You know, right next to Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. Yeah, choosy <laughs> moms. Washington Carver. Right. Choosy moms choose GIF, right. but for the rest of us, we say GIF. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have another thing I thought I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit. Anyway. It's not graphics <laughs> interchange format. <laughs> True. Uh, so you guys might remember a while ago I had an idea for an app. Yeah. And the idea for the app was a very stupid idea that I was sure would make money. And it was called... Uh, farts of... Like presidential farts or farts right. throughout history. Right. I still think this would make money. It was the idea of you would re- you hit a button, you read about a president, you hit a button to hear what his farts sounded like. <laughs> it's brilliant. Right? It's brilliant. Uh, one of the guys I work with is like convinced he could make it really easily, and yeah. I'm thinking about actually you doing do it. it. You should do it, because you could definitely make money doing that. Yeah, it's like, it's so it's 20 bucks to submit an app to the Google Play Store. Yeah. I that's mean, it. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's it? Yeah. That's it. That's it? So I was thinking, like, what if... What if we actually we we sample some farts? We record them in this room. Okay, <laughs> just fart right into a microphone, <laughs> <laughs> and then Ben, you can read some narration, and we make it like a collaborative three dudes. That's that's app. brilliant. The, there we go. That's a great idea. <laughs> I actually kind of think it makes a lot of sense. It's really in line with what the show is all about. <laughs> Which is farts. That's a, which is farts. Which is farts. Yeah. yeah. That's a great idea. It's really That's a stupid. really good idea. If you want to get drunk and eat a whole <laughs> bunch of fiber one afternoon, I am absolutely okay with coming down here and farting into these <laughs> expensive microphones. <laughs> it just seems like a good idea to yeah. me. It's obviously really stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> but if you sell that for a buck, I wonder if you could make money. Oh, for sure. If you make the stories really good, the little president bio, yeah. you know, you get everything right. What, yeah. a, what about Hail to the Queef? <laughs> I mean, that's the companion app. Yeah. Ah, that yep. comes later. The, you got to build the anticipation. And then you release one for the, the first ladies. The first ladies, yeah. Called Hail to the Queef. <laughs> uh, it's real stupid, but it seems like a good idea. Yeah. So who knows? <clears throat> Anyway, I have heard tell that we're no, no. I have something I want to talk about. You just fucking blew right past me. (laughs) I didn't think you had anything to talk about. Stupid ass! I didn't know you were trying to do that. Such an ass! All right, you ass. What is it? Ass. Hey, uh, I've been uh, I've been playing Pokemon Emerald. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got I got a totally legal version of Pokemon Emerald on my phone. 
like I got a cartridge adapter for my phone. Well, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, that, I know. that exists totally. Yeah, that totally happened. Yeah, I've been playing Pokemon Emerald. I never played past Gen two Pokemon, so no kidding. I'm playing Gen three Pokemon. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I can't say anything. I I literally do this every episode at some interval, so it's like. This is like pot bead kettle. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> no, I got, I, I got, uh, I've been playing Gen 3 Pokemon and like, hey guys, I don't know if you know this or not, Pokemon, pretty good. Pokemon's sweet. It's really good, man. I, I love Pokemon. Gen 3 Pokemon, I've never played it, so I don't know anything about anything that I'm catching. Right. But uh, I want to catch them all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I intend to. You, in fact, got a Hugh Hefner story. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta catch them. You all. gotta catch them all. That's I'm your excited, purpose. Man. Can you pass me the, the oh, supplies? Little torchy guy, the cutter guy, Schwam, and do do <laughs> do and half do and half. Fourteen teen. Yeah, it's cool, man. Seven half. I got uh, I got a bunch of Pokemon. I don't know how good they're gonna be. Yeah, but my Abra is gonna be jacked as fuck. Well, you know how you make your Pokemon. <laughs> you know how you make your Pokemon good. Yeah, is by is by loving and caring for them and and. Tr- you know, trusting in the power of friendship and all that gay shit. I think that's yeah. Tamagotchi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, it's good, man. Pokemon's fucking real good, man. Pokemon is sweet. Yeah, dude. I mean, I was telling you last night, though, the last time I played, I was playing silver, and I ended yeah. up in the casino, and it then just I just, played in the casino. every time I pick it up, I just play more slots. <laughs> <laughs> like, my guy is like a, there. a whole new level of gambling addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'll hit the, the speed up, and I'll just keep tapping A over and over again, because the, the RNG of the game definitely yeah. favors you making coin. Right. Yeah. So I just play constantly when yeah. I'm... When I'm playing it, man, it's really I, stupid. The, like the the, uh, the playthrough we did of Pokemon Red, yeah. I think was like the crown. Ah. Whoa, Whoa. You're Woo. Right. Woo. Woo. you right there? Yep. You just torch your fingy. Just torch my fingy. Your fingy meat. Yeah, your fingy meat. Not your fingy meat. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's good. It's good shit. I'm yeah. uh, I'm real excited. I'm playing it. I'm happy to be back there getting into it. Yeah, on, I don't know if you guys know this or not. Pokemon's really good. So. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but it's pretty good. That's what the kids say. Yeah. Um, I have heard tell. Anyway. (laughs) That we are (laughs) fucked. Uh, I'm fucked because this wrapping is coming apart. Oh, no. Pretty goddamn easy. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's tricky. It's looking good, though. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, we're fucked. Legend has it. You know why we're fucked? Why are we fucked? There's Caps fans here in Youngstown. <laughs> That's right. Which is... Uh, which That's is right. You told us about that. Unusual to me. Um, yeah, I was at, I was at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings for the uh, the uh, game two of the Penn series. We mm-hmm. lost that game four to one. Yeah. Um, and uh, there were Caps fans at the booth right next to us in Youngstown. That's really weird. I mean, like, like, <laughs> like I get original six. Like I get like Rangers sure. fans. I get I'm a Bruins fan. I get uh, wings. I get, you know, Canadians. I get Leafs. I get like original six hockey. Yeah. I don't get. I don't really. Capitals. <laughs> why? Why here? Why, really why the question. capitals of all teams? <laughs> I think your, your response to that was my favorite, Ben, which is Chris was saying, why in the world would that happen? And or what kind of person would do that to themselves? <laughs> and you said something about, uh, I don't know, mercury based, like in utero mercury poisoning. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. They were, they were loving, uh, you know, watching, you know, the ultimately futile attempt to stay in the yeah. the yeah. playoffs beyond round one. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I guess good for them. They, they you know, they got to win, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the, Peng- the Penguins just didn't bring it on Sunday. No, they'll be back. Yeah. yeah. It's not. They play tonight, 730. Right. Um, I'm hoping we can catch a significant amount of this. We will. We'll be able to. I'll, I'll, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll flip the game on the thing if you got the... Uh, I what, the little projector? Yeah, I, could, I could put it up here. Yeah, you know what? I can, gra- I can bring the projective down here maybe or something yeah. like oh, that. Oh, that'd be neat. Yeah, yeah. we'll put it on and we'll, we'll catch the first period or so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's... It, they'll, they'll be back. The Pens will be back. I, yeah. I, I, I have the utmost confidence that you're going to get through Washington. Yeah. Um, I don't know who wins the Eastern final. I don't know if we beat Tampa Bay. I would... I, you know, it was comforting last night in our game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Boston did not look good. But they were still in the game up until like basically the end. Yeah. So uh, you know that's comforting heading back home for the next two games. No, honestly, uh, you know last night's game. Um, it's not like you guys got completely destroyed. Mm-mm. You know. No, they didn't. And now you get to have a couple of games at home. I mean, like I feel pretty good about where you guys are going. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not concerned. It'll um, it'll work out. Yeah, I think. whoever wins our series, I don't know who wins the Eastern Final. I, I have the yeah, I have the utmost confidence that Pittsburgh is going to uh, you know beat Washington because that just always happens. Yeah. Um, but I don't know who's going to take the East, and I also don't know if anybody's got enough firepower to beat anybody in the West. Anybody? Yep. No, that's the thing. Whoever wins in the East. Will invariably get destroyed by. Let's just be honest. Yeah. The Vegas Golden yeah, Knights. I think it's. I think it's going to be the Knights. <laughs> but are. But are they ready for? Because I feel like whoever whoever wins in the East and comes to the final is going to bring something really really physical. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, oh yeah. Is Vegas going to be ready for that? I don't know. If, if it is. If it is indeed Vegas. Vegas is a, a defensive team. I I, I think it's going to be Vegas. I, like just watching yeah. them play, especially that game last night where. Uh, and this is going to go along with my why we're fucked, but like a game that by all accounts Las Vegas should have lost, yeah, and did not. Um, mm. You know, like it, it, they just look, they look very tough. But then you know, tough. look at the like last year. <coughs> last year, everyone was just dead certain the Preds were going to destroy. Mm-hmm. You know, even yeah. I, even I was pretty sure. <laughs> my, you know, in my heart of hearts, we don't know. That's why, my, as my dad always said, <clears throat> that's why they play the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. We're, we're gonna find out. So. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. But we're we're fucked because there's Caps fans in Youngstown. For some reason, I want them out of here. <laughs> Get them out, out of here. Get them out of here. Get out of here, use. Get out of here. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of your why we're fucked, and I'm gonna continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're fucked because the referees in the NHL, who I am <laughs> always sticking up for, yeah. I am always saying that of every. Sport like official professional sport, the refs in the NHL are always the most spot on. Uh, they're not. <laughs> they, no. they fucking They've been right the now. ball lately. Man, oh my! I don't know what's God. happening. But in, in it's per- weird. In particular, like in the Eastern series, there was a lot of shitty calls in last night's game. Yeah, there was a lot of shitty calls in the first in the Pens Flyers series. Yeah, there's been a lot of shitty calls in in the uh, the first game that you played with the Caps. The refs completely missed Tom Wilson's check to Checked, the head right. on uh, Brian Dumoulin. Right. That 
was ridiculous to me. It's cause, it's because Tom Wilson's a shitty goon and he always is, has he's, been. He's a fucking goon. Yeah. Anyone anyone who anyone who likes them should just should just fucking step on a paperclip. Well, he's one of those <laughs> like how many how many times has the league talked to him about that shit? You know what I mean? Like you can't mm-hmm. like it's okay to be physical and it's okay to uh, accumulate some penalties. It's not okay oh, yeah. to try and hurt somebody. Like, right, yeah, it's a difference between it's a difference between, you know, being aggressive and wearing someone out right. and trying to end their career with your shoulder. Right. And yeah, that's fucking it's fine. Like in football, that's targeting. That's uh, you're tossed from the game and that's a fucking suspension. Like you can't, you know. Yeah. Right. And yeah. if they would have caught him in hockey, that's a that's a game misconduct. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you can't do that. Yeah. The refs this postseason are just fucking asleep. they're horrible. So and like to, uh, I'm not just saying it because we got shitty calls in last night's game and in the game we won before, um, you know, OK, the Sharks and the Knights played last night and I have no dog in that fight. Yeah, right. I have none like they're yeah. You know, Alex, a big San Jose fan. I like San Jose. Yeah, sure. Um, I want to see Vegas do really well in their first season as well. Oh. Um, there were a couple key, like the Knights were ahead most of the night. And uh, there were a couple key calls that were like blatant that the refs, the linesman or the referee didn't see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like a couple like calls that would have win against San Jose. It, the game ended up going into overtime and the, you know the Knights pulled it out in overtime. Um but they would not have gotten that far I'm convinced if the refs would have picked up on some of these calls. I mean they were like yeah. uh there was two blatant slashes. There was an elbow that were like you know and the the two slashes happened in front of the line judge. Yeah. I mean kidding. like what are you Yeah, they're just they're just fast asleep. The ball. The okay and then the game last night the net got dislodged. Did yeah. you see that uh, shit? Oh, uh, the net was dislodged for like a minute, a minute and fifteen seconds during a during now. a power play, <laughs> and then like Tampa Bay was like waving to the ref, <laughs> "Hey, the net's dislodged. Get a stoppage. We need to stop it." They're waving to the line judge. Line judge isn't paying attention, and then the puck starts coming towards the, <laughs> you know, the the Bruins defensive zone, and Tukaraski's going, "Hey, the net's dislodged. Like, hey, like, what the fuck? Hey, get a whistle. You what know, the fuck. Yeah." Like they just like they just didn't see it. Like and everybody in the arena is screaming at them. Yeah. Like what are you doing, man? Like you fucking get paid to literally see that shit. Like what <laughs> Your are you job doing? Is to see. And, but they've like and I'm always talking those guys up and they just I mean they just drop the ball, man. They yeah. just yeah. like this has been like the worst. It's been weird. Yeah, it's, it, it's been pretty weird as a playoff series in general, too, especially when you consider like the number of games, you know, in different in different series that have just been like blowouts mm-hmm. that happen. Now, I will say, though, that generally speaking, like just by the very nature of hockey, the teams that have won so far in the playoffs are the teams that probably should have. Sure. I agree. Um, I yeah. Agree. Officiating notwithstanding. Right. Things d- definitely tend to shake out. Like you might see some bad calls change the course of a game, but you rarely yeah. feel afterwards like they altered sure. the destiny of a series. On paper, I, yeah. on paper, yeah. the teams that won are the teams that should have won. And now we're in the meat and potatoes of it. We're in. Right. You know what I mean? Like we're where, you know. Everything belongs. All the wild card teams, I think, are out at this point. Oh, really? They are, yeah. yeah. So it's it's like this is these are the teams. This is these are the games you want to see. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> but I mean, I, it's, it's been just, weird. It's been rough. I'm always talking up the NHL officiating crew because they're usually pretty good. But yeah, and you really want to have not even just want 
to have. You you have to have like a deep confidence in the officiating in order to enjoy a mm-hmm. sport. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's just really unsettling. Yeah. Except see. any game that Wes McCauley hasn't been in has been bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when he when he's had referee, it, you know, and it's just like ticky tack shit. They're calling like. They, they, they missed two big slashes on the Sharks, and then they mm. called one in the first period in the San Jose game where it was just like a little thwack on the on the inside of the thigh that was like a little, eh, you know. Yeah, yeah. He didn't hit his stick. He hit him like a little like. Yeah. Now, that's not a slash. I'm surprised they didn't call the slash on you guys the other night when uh, when they were moving into your zone. I know. The, the, what, the puck went off of what's his name? Tori Krug. He hit Tori yeah. Krug in the face mask with the gonna puck call and him, he whacked him in the... I was going to call him Korg. Korg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't say it, uh, except that I did. Yeah, um, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, he, yeah. Crew got hit in the face with the yeah, puck. Puck the, goes right into his whack, visor and then uh, off. Whacked Steven Stamkos in the hands. Yeah, like, hey, fuck you. Oh, who, who was it the other night that got cracked in the mouth with a tar? Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was rough. That was, um, that was someone on the, uh, was that someone on the Leafs? That was the Lightning. No, it was the Leafs. It was the, uh, the last, it was game seven. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could remember who that was because it was, it was bad, man. Mm. This atomizer keeps scaring the shit out of me. I've switched to this because it's quieter, but it keeps exploding. There's something <laughs> popping in here, and it's like a trick cigar. Like, I'm scared. But I wouldn't. Uh, I'd be careful with that, because those things do explode. Yeah, if anything, though, it would be the battery, not this, not the top part. Right. So battery. Battery. Uh, so I will tell you why I think we're fucked, and I talked with you, I think, already a little bit about this, Chris, possibly. I can't remember. No, I. maybe it wasn't you. I can't remember, but... Uh, the reason we are fucked is that the unfuckable subhuman community of oh, yeah. incels yeah. have oh. spread from their internet retreat to actual physical violence yep. in the way of mowing down a bunch of, of people walking down a sidewalk in, was it Toronto? or it Toronto. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 10 people. <sighs> We've talked about the incels on this show before. But in case someone listening doesn't know who they are, they describe themselves as involuntarily, involuntarily celibate or incel. Involuntarily. <laughs> that might be more accurate. There yeah. was um, I was reading on Tumblr actually. The term incel, yeah, was coined in the mid '90s by I I think I think an author uh, who I who identified as uh whatever whatever it is when you when you like. Feel like you change sexualities. I don't, I can't keep up with all of it. Yeah, I know. Uh, What's the uh, right queer? Word? I think is yeah. is what she identified as. Okay. Um, but uh, she coined it because at the time she was trying to date, and that's what it felt like to her. She was involuntarily celibate. Yeah. You, you know, um, it's like that's and that's and fine. she and she of course like hates now that that this is what <laughs> right. it is now. Yeah, she should get together with the Pepe the Frog guy. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> They could lament that the internet took their thing and made it yeah, terrible. Yeah, I was just I was just thinking about that on the way here because I I, <laughs> I made I made a I made a pretty inflammatory post on uh, on incel tears that has gotten the, exactly the kind of reaction I I expected. Oh really? Uh, oh, you gotta tell me a bit about this. Well, I, ba- I don't even know about the sub. I basically well yeah incel tears um which is which is as much for you know showcasing. All of the, you know, 
the violent and and awful, you know, misogynist tendencies of incels, but also about helping those who who come and say like, hey, you know, I'm an incel. I don't like this worldview. Help me out of it. And people yeah. people will jump on it and, and really, you know, really go out of their way to help. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I, I posted something saying to the effect of that the incel mindset. Uh, uh, this was a, a comment on a on a picture. Uh, where, which, you know, pretty succinctly said, you know, uh, if every incel in the world was to have a girlfriend, the, the net violence in the world would increase, uh, which, you know, which, which led to me basically saying, you know, you know, they'll, these guys have been brought up to think that, you know, Hollywood is real life and that women are, are a reward to be earned for, for being a good boy. (laughs) And if, you know, and, and. You know, to them, I, I said something to the effect of like to an incel, if if a woman isn't dating him or or if or if a woman is refusing him sex, uh, you know, she's she's not only an object, she's a malfunctioning object. Yeah. And he treated the same way as an out of tune TV. He'd smack the object. Yeah. You know. Ah, um, so some people really didn't care for this, I guess, or really <laughs> some incels didn't really care for this. <laughs> Every everyone else thought it was spot on, but yeah, right. But uh, I, bet you, I bet you got a lot of karma. Oh, I, I, I got some. I did. I did get some karma, but I, yeah. I also I also got some uh, some <laughs> pretty some pretty angry like uh, look at all the assumptions you're making. This isn't a logical thing to say, you know. Like try try to make it out like I'm like I'm. Dude, you know. one of you just ran eleven people over. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like, like maybe you, now is not the time to correct me. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe y'all should do a huddle. Right. <laughs> Except they can't because Reddit took their little home away. Oh. No, well they've got a new one now. It's called Brain Cells. B r a i n c e l s. Um, and then uh, they've got they've got forums hosted on other sites, you know, like like old style, you know, BBS type yeah, things. Like the, the, Seven Chan <laughs> or like the Daily Stormer or whatever, you know, they go hang out with the Nazis. They'll be glad sure. To have them. Yeah. Sure. But I mean, like like, you know, BBS hosted forums that are dedicated specifically to inseldom. And I inseldom. The, the, the biggest the biggest thing was that at the end of the post, I, I said I said these people shouldn't be allowed to have forums on the Internet because it's been proven to be damaged, uh, damaging and violent worldview. Yeah. Uh, and if it if it doesn't drive people to violence, it drives them to suicide. NPR did a really good article sort of like, hey, this just happened. What are incels and what should you understand about them? Because NPR is amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. They had someone basically describing the subculture of incels. And I think the most interesting thing I hadn't really thought about, but it is the fact that they egg each other on. Yeah. They do. They do. It's, it's not something I really thought about before, this but that's sort of how they escalate is they all like their impotence, their collective impotence. And to, and to add on itself. Yeah. And to add on top of that, <clears throat> whenever someone has like a breakthrough, a success and, and they're like, you know, I hung out with this girl and I, I was able to act like a normal person around her, and I think, sh- I think she's into me. I'm into her. Mm-hmm. You know, some measure of social success. They're immediately ostracized and guilted out of this community. That's so weird. And, and if they don't, and if they don't have the wherewithal to break out of that uh, that cult tactic, then then they get sucked right back into it. That's fucked and up. Belie- and start to believe, no, they're right. It's too good to be true. I'm or, deluding myself. Or if they have just a very normal human relationship failure that you don't have to be, like, historically bad at relationships to have. 
if just things sure. go sour, because sometimes things do, then it's proof positive. Yeah. It's proof yeah. positive that the women are the problem. Like, they, they, they right. can talk themselves into that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching a great uh, TED Talk recently, <coughs> um, which I encourage everybody to watch. It was, it's on the, their YouTube. It was about a guy who got... Uh, suckered into uh, a white supremacist group and became a, a leader and how he got into it and why he got into it and how he got out of it. It seems scary easy. Yeah, it, well, and that's the thing. He's, he's like this, you know, punk kid standing on the street, skipping school, smoking cigarettes, and somebody came up to him uh, smoking weed. Yeah. And came up to him and, and some... You know, skinhead knocks the joint out of his head and says, "Don't do that. That's what the Jews want you to do." Oh and, and like, like he's like, that, like as stupid as that sounds, like yeah. that's what you know. You know, it's just somebody <laughs> looking for belonging. A Rasmussen somewhere. poll of Jews. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, we don't like it. <laughs> yes. We, we don't like it when you don't smoke marijuana. Yeah, please continue smoking <laughs> marijuana. Sincerely, the, the Jews. Jews. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's like it's something. It's it's these people who like feel dejected. Yep. In some way, and they're just looking for a group, and yeah. it's that it's that hive mind, you know. It's scary to Cults me. Cults work in the same way, yeah. and and perhaps more insidiously, multi level marketing works the same yes. way. Yeah. I mean, all these things, all this stuff is basically like really, really base level social engineering that like we're all <clears throat> susceptible to. That's what freaks me out about it. Is I'm like. A couple of bad weeks and losing my job from becoming something I don't want to be. Yeah, if I'm in the wrong place at the right wrong sure, time, sure. And, I, and I'm and I'm desperate enough, like the brain's in charge on some level. Sure, and I'm scared of what people can do to it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's. Re- I mean, it is. It's super easy to get <clears throat> sucked into the. You know, you yeah. were talking about this, some guy who came into town when your sister was younger and in high school. Yeah, trying to put people into guava juice or whatever the fuck. <laughs> This they yeah. try to get people into Jamba Juice. <laughs> Y'all like Jamba Juice? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell it again real quick. It was that she met a guy who, like, I can't remember if she met him at a coffee shop or something. He rolled into town in a Beamer. He was maybe in his early 20s. He started making friends, and he started organizing parties at those other friends' houses to invite more friends to. He did this shit expertly. And what the whole thing was wrapped around was this product, which has now been, um, they've been into it with the uh, SEC multiple times. They're called Vima. Mm. And they're basically like nutrient juice bullshit, the same kind of bullshit you see everywhere. Jamba Jamba juice. (laughs) Orange Julius. (laughs) Yes. But but the thing is, the dude sold the image of success. Yeah. And then he would start these things, these dialogues with these kids saying, hey, like, what's your dream? Whatever you want. Vima can be the thing that helps get you there. Teaches you how to be a business person. Teaches you how to manage your time. You know, like, let's, let's as a group, all follow our goals as long as the short-term goal is sure. Vima. Sure. And that fucking kid mm. got, you know, given that company car to roll into town to pull this bullshit. Yeah. Like, the whole thing, the whole pyramid scheme of it <laughs> works. And in his defense, he's right if you're willing to be a, an awful person. <laughs> Yeah, you that's know, the thing. Yeah. Say like the, it, it will teach you be, how to be, you know, yeah. a, good, a good businessman, a good businessman, a, business, a true capitalist, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. An amoral capitalist sure. whose only goal is to continue growing, you exactly, know, growing your downline, making your money. Like, right. 
Oh my god, it drives me nuts. Now, having said that, I would. <clears throat> I watched the movie The Wolf of Wall Street, and I am not against him at all. Yes. I'm totally on Jordan Belfort's side. You know, maybe I it's would, just the way that he told it. But. I don't know. I would I, like, and I've read snippets of his book. I would work for the guy. I'm sorry. I, I I'd be a bad person. I would work for him. It's hard for me to say what I would do. You know? I would work for him. Because the thing is, I think at the core, I'm a really moral guy. You are. Or at least, like, I uh-huh. really believe in the value of morality. Me too. Yeah. And you really kind of have to put that part of your brain off. Yeah. If you're going to do that job. <clears throat> for sure. That's why I couldn't I couldn't do the um, the <clears throat> sales jobs I was being offered when I first started this job search. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't. Because, like, I was even told in one of the interviews, like, you know. We encourage you to to attempt to sell to like friends and family, and I'm like, no, nope, <laughs> not <laughs> right. doing it. Exactly, like, right <laughs> off the bat, no. Like, not like use my family as my like, clients. Yeah, like I could maybe get away with like not doing that and pretending I did. Yeah, but yeah, I would rather I would just rather not be in an environment that that no. fosters yeah. that kind of yeah uh, idea. There's a reason you keep business sure. and friendship or business and family separate yep. unless you have a family business, in which case it's not possible. Right. Yeah. As the great Biggie Smalls once said, money and blood don't mix like two dicks and no bitch. Find yourself in serious <laughs> shit. Like two dicks and no bitch. I <laughs> will give him, uh, you know, the basic principle that it's hard to mix dicks. Yeah, you can't make, yeah. You can't yeah. smash you can't them together. together. You can't make one dick out of you them. Can't, you can't, like, do, like, a little, like, Twizzlers. Right. Kind of thing. <laughs> you can't, yeah, I mean, you can like dock one dick rope. and another dick. That's fine. Yeah, but, yeah like, docking you know, is a thing. Yeah, Biggie yeah. know about docking? I don't, I, you know I, about docking, I don't Chris? think Biggie knew about docking. <laughs> Let's find out. I, think, I, wanna, I, I think wanna know. Biggie was, was too busy, like, smoking pounds of marijuana and being rich. What do you think the last time was that Biggie saw his own dick? I don't know. Good question. Mm, I, I don't know, but I know Did a lot call of call it Lil Biggie. I know a lot of other. That's awesome. I know a lot of other people saw Biggie's dick, and I don't think he cares if he could see it or not. A lot of people. A lot of people saw Biggie's dick. A lot of people. A lot of. I'm assuming women. I'm yeah. assuming women. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Probably. Probably a lot of women saw Biggie's I mean, he, dick. We wasn't trying to mix dicks, so I'm guessing no. he wasn't. You know. <laughs> but no. It, <laughs> Well, I forgot what I was going to say. I had a good point, and I lost it completely. <laughs> um, um, shit. Not mixing uh, friends and business. <laughs> mm. I was no. going to say not mixing dicks. Uh, the point I was going to make was that, you know, take it from someone who is a salesman. Yeah. You don't have to compromise. Any any real sales job, you don't have to compromise your morals to be a good salesman. Yep. Yeah. You know, the, the some of the best salesmen. Uh, you know, are are honest with the people that they're talking to. My, I For would sure. I would include myself in that category. I don't know if I'm the best salesman, but I'm not. Michael Scott. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not dishonest. Like if you ask yeah. me my opinion, I'm going to tell you my honest opinion. I don't, you know, and I want to succeed at my job, but I also don't want to rip anybody off. Like well, that's like, the last thing I want to do. Almost every legitimate business, with probably very few exceptions, like the reason that they operate, the why they do, the why they do, is that if they're going to get your money, if they're going to, you know, like actually have a transaction with you they want to provide you value and they want to provide a compelling argument for why they're providing you value so you know when you have to bury the lead on why the shit that you're you know uh selling maybe you know not particularly useful or valuable or whatever you know if you get to bury that lead if you get a snake around it yeah probably not dealing with a legitimate business and legitimate product i I there's a a conversation i had with our old store manager and I, I came off of having a, a real string of, of, of good months in a row where I was doing what I was supposed to do. 
Um, I was getting a lot of the one of the things they encourage us to do is get the credit cards. You know, like that's any retail place. They want you to get the credit card. And I had a month where I was at the top of the store. Yeah. And then it, you know, but I, to do that, I had to like go a little pushier than I wanted to. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing all the time. It's okay to be a little pushy. Yeah. But you don't want to like annoy people. And I went like a little too far. And uh, the, the next couple months I dropped off and like, he, you know, we talked, he pulled me aside and we were talking about it. And I'm like, I just, I can't do that sleazy used car salesman thing and he's like you're a guy with debt i'm a guy with debt i I understand why it's maybe not comfortable to really push people to get get a credit card and when he told me he's like i would never ask you to compromise your morals ever that what we need to do is find a way to to you know have you offer it the right way you know without being pushy (laughs) do you know what i mean right because there's there's a key there like if you believe in something which i know you do you know because it helps. I mean, it, def- it helps us. It helps people. Yeah. You know, it actually does help. You know, if you don't believe in what you're selling, right? It's you, never going to work. You either have to be really good at pretending, yeah, or you have to, you know, find something to believe right. in. I in love my, refrigerators. In my experience, it ne- I, di- I do actually. In my experience, if you don't believe at all, like you can't fake it. You cannot fake yeah. it. You gotta. You there know. are sociopaths out there that can, and those guys end up on Wall Street. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You know, those are the guys that Jordan Belfort found. Yeah, those are the guys that Neil Breen helped expose. Right. <laughs> right. I have exposed the most corrupt politicians. I, governments. What's the I am resigning today as president of the bank. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. With the guy. Oh my god. Can we just say early recommendation? Take it out of the. Take it out of the possibilities for later. <laughs> Please watch Fateful Findings. Yeah. What an incredible bad movie. Yeah. Fateful Findings. Again, I, 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 I was, I, I was spending all that time just so excited because there were people in there who didn't know how it ended. Yeah. And yeah. I was so happy as we watched and we got closer. I'm like, oh shit, it's gonna happen. Yeah. God, that is, I, and again, I can't spoil anything about Fateful Findings. It's uh, just but, so but it is maybe the best ending of any movie That's I've great. ever seen in my entire life. I kept, I, we we got towards the end, and I just kept saying I, i'm just so confused yeah. I'm, uh, what's yeah. happening <laughs> i was kind of goading you on yeah. to like hey who could that man be with the shoes <laughs> yeah i don't know who do you oh man who do you think that is yeah i bet you're wondering <laughs> aren't you aren't you never find out answers to anything you care about in this movie never nope uh, so, uh, maybe, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, take a little brick, brick. Shape, baby, do you want to lay down with me? Shape, baby, do you want to lay down by my side? Shape, baby, do you want to lay down with me? Shape, baby. Shape, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little Primus break for you. Uh, yeah, let's take a little break here, and, yep. uh, when we come back, we will, uh, I gotta, suck what each do, other's I, dicks. I, <laughs> suck each other's dicks. <laughs> On microphone. It's gonna be weird. <laughs> uh, we will come back with a would you rather for you boys yep. and then the main topic for this episode sweet yeah. alright yeah. All right. stick around alright And welcome back. Hey, oh, hey, we're back. And we're back. And we're back. After our little Joji break. From outer space. 
man, I'm just walking in the here with that sad look upon your face. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made you leave the care. If I would known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Here's the thing. She was stupid for leaving a fucking astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> like... That dude's a, that dude's he came a, back from space and she's like not good no, enough. No. Not good enough. Not uh you guys have spent a year on the ISS and I come back like, oh I, I I was just in I was just in Atlanta. No uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Diana Ross. <laughs> you, you fucking asshole. I thought it was Donna Summer. You fuck you, I Donna Summer. It was Gloria Summer. Gaynor. It That's, was Gloria Gaynor. I thought, right. it, <laughs> I thought it was Yoko Ono. I thought it was <laughs> Reba McIntyre. I thought it was the Yoko Adele. Ono cover of I Will Survive. <laughs> uh, I thought I'm it not was. Not even do that impression. No, no. The, the not artist touching that. formerly known as Prince. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know the it was. dead guy formerly known how about, as. How about the Atlantis? Alive. How about the Alanis Morissette cover of I Will Survive? I yeah. will survive. Real talk, I love Alanis. Yeah, Alanis is the shit. Jagged Little Pill was the soundtrack you, to my 95 and um, my 96. You guys have seen her, her music video cover of My Lumps, right? No. My Humps. I'm oh, sorry. Not, not My, my lumps. lumps. No, My Humps. <laughs> The, it's a song I, about tumors. Yeah. No, wrong. My lumps. My terribly it's concerning just, it's lumps. Just, it's just her in the shower, like, oh, I was no. like. No, she. <laughs> just doing the little circle movement. No, but she, oh. no, but she, she has an incredible cover of My Humps, and the, the music video is hysterical. I believe it. It's, yeah. it's, it's done like, it, it, you know, it's done to be hilarious. Done to it, be Alana's doing a song Alana yeah. shouldn't be doing. Right. Yeah. She, like, she knows what she's doing. Like, it's not. I, I like Alanis. Here's the thing about Alanis Morissette is that, like, you know how people say, like, they have breakup songs? Yeah. Every woman walking the face of the earth, yeah. every American woman at least, has an entire album dedicated to a breakup, and that's Jagged Little Pill. Yep. That album yeah. is fucking awesome. Yes, it is. They were, uh, she was in an episode uh, of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't know if you know this. No. She was, like, playing a live show at someone's house, and uh, Larry is there. And um, <clears throat> he's talking to her and he's saying, you know, uh, what song was it of hers about the mysterious, like, no one knew who the song was about. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You so vain? No. No, no, no. It's, um. I want you to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, what the fuck is that song called? Another version. You ought to know. That's it. You yeah. ought to know. Oh, yeah. Is he providing me? So he pulls her aside and he's like, "Hey, who's this? Who's who's it about? Whatever." And she's like, "I yeah, I don't want to tell anyone." And he says, "I'm very good with secrets. I'm incredibly <laughs> good with secrets. You can trust me." And for some reason, he convinces her, and she tells him who it's about. And then I think he ends up blurting it out to somebody else, and it's like chaos. Yeah. Oh my god. <clears throat> it's Uncle Jesse. It's it's about Uncle yeah. Jesse. It's, uh, mm-hmm. What's the hell's his name? Dave Coulier. Right? Yeah, Dave John Coulier. Stamos. <laughs> yeah. right. Richard Stamos. No, it's about uh, it's about John Stamos. Yeah, Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse. It's John Stamos. Yeah. Is Dave Coulier. I don't know. Maybe which one is? I don't which? know. I'm not into the. <laughs> and I'm here. John Stamos is the Greek one. Yeah, but I thought she I thought she dated Dave Coulier. <laughs> I, oh, the I other uncle. Oh, I don't I don't know. I never watched Full House. 
Yeah, me either. <laughs> I mean, like a couple of reruns when I was too young to really watch it. Yeah, it's a, I never got into sitcoms really. the The only one I found myself like absolutely engrossed in was Cheers. Man, what a great <laughs> sitcom! It 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 kind of goes a bit beyond sitcom too. You know, no, like it, Dave Coulier. You're right. Nice. <clears throat> it does manage to to kind of to kind of. Uh, kind of underhandedly go at a few sitcom tropes while it's, you know, frivolously engaging in them. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Hi, folks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got a would you rather for you, boys. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Oh, God, the weird Homer Simpson penis head. My wallpaper has been this creepy Homer Simpson for a really long time. Fucking gross. It just freaks everybody out, and I do not care. Oh, the photorealistic Homer. Yeah. It's like a guy did a whole bunch of uh, photorealistic. Uh, there's one of Mario, I remember. Yep, there's one of Fry from Futurama. Yeah. That's like really weird looking. Um, anyway, I've got a would you rather for you boys to warm us up for this episode. All right. Here's the question. <laughs> would you rather. Yes. There you go. We're done. All right. Be an internet famous musician and live high on the hog, but you have an irresistible compulsion to lick every person you meet. <laughs> or two, you no longer have to sleep, so you can you never go to bed. You don't no have sleep. to. You can if you want, no but sleep. you don't have to. Wait, so you could be up almost all the time, but for eight hours a day, you look exactly like Bill Cosby, and the eight hours are random. Oh, <laughs> oh. so um, so <laughs> y- you guys might remember uh, interesting fact about uh, a notorious cult musician Wesley Willis. Yeah, that yeah. he would headbutt people when he yeah when he's them. Gritty, gritty, he ended yeah. up having like a, a mark in the middle of his head Permanent from doing bruise it. right mm-hmm. in the middle of his forehead. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know, I don't know, and that dude was, you know, naturally beloved. I don't yeah, know if licking him. someone would, would necessarily, yeah. you know, You've damn got, me. Sorry, You've got to lick everyone you meet. Yeah. yeah. Including, like, the president, presumably, if <laughs> Yeah, if around. you meet someone, and the thing is, like, maybe there's some times where you can resist it, but, like, it's most a compulsion. of the time, yeah. you're like, I gotta, I gotta lick like it. Like a skin-tearing compulsion, like, you gotta, Yeah, you know. it's just a thing you have to do. Sure. But, like, it's people you directly meet, like, people you, you know, like, not just people you see on the street. I mean, you you've got to you, stop and have an introduction kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, is this like the first time I'm meeting someone or like every time? Like if I came over here today, like and I've known you guys for like five or six years or whatever. For the sake of this, let's just say you only have to lick each person once. Once. Okay. But it's, it's, but been it's longer every than five or six years. Yeah. Yeah. Like seven or eight. We're like yeah. losing track of time here. <laughs> uh, um, I hate getting old. Yeah, me too. <sighs> but um, yeah, that's the deal. It's like, you, and, and maybe sometimes you want to lick them again because you're not sure. Like your brain's building sure. a database of what people taste like. So maybe if you forget, <laughs> okay. you're like, I gotta try him again. So let me talk my way through this here. Yeah. I mean, I'm YouTube famous. Yep. YouTube music, right? So. Presumably a platform like YouTube, you're super open about, right? 
So oh, I can let people know that that's a thing that oh, happens, yeah. and it's not like a weird, creepy sexual thing. It's no. just a, yeah, just have like a have like a. You can tell from the thumbnail you, you're like this. Yeah, and it's like okay, oh okay, he's talking oh, about something he, important. Oh, he's doing right. like a Markiplier thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> right. Hello, everybody. It's me, Markiplier. <laughs> now, that that's not to say that everybody is going to be prepared for this, but again, famous. Sure. sure. A lot of people are going to know who I am. Are going to know who you are. Yeah. Not everybody. Maybe especially not here in the Midwest, but yeah. like, you know, when you go into crowds, especially in bigger places, people might be more likely to know who you are, what's going on. If, you know. if I am aware, Cosby, do I turn, <laughs> do I turn into Bill Cosby uh, gradually or is it just like all like, of a sudden? Like, like American like, Werewolf style. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, like, like, just, 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 uh, just <laughs> smash cut and I'm Bill Cosby. Yeah. It's like, or, it's like, it's like 60 seconds. Or do okay. you have a full minute's worth of where you start to look at your hands and you see the wrinkles <laughs> and, and the, the blackness pudding, the pudding, the blackness, <laughs> and the pudding pop materializing in your hand and you go, fuck, it's like, it's like turning into a, a pumpkin again. After the ball, like, you gotta, oh, no, here I go again. <laughs> exactly. You have a limited amount of time. I'm not even going to say 60. Let's say 30 seconds. So whatever social interaction you're oh, currently in the middle God. of, you have like 30 seconds to hide before people are like, fuck it. That, I knew it was Bill Cosby. Uh, all along. As much as I would like to, like, never need sleep again. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the music. I think it's I think, I think it's I'm probably the, the right music. call. I think I'm gonna go with the I music think though. I think it's fulfilling and it's it's not like, you know, every time I meet someone I gotta put my finger up their butt, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's man, I really should have gone with that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that would be a tough that yeah, would be that'd be harder. Yeah. But but again, you know, like I I don't know. I don't wanna lick strangers. I, no, I don't either. All. Well, I mean, but you would if you had that you didn't seem to decide, Chris. Are you going with the, are you going with licking I, people? I, I was. You know what? I, I enjoy sleeping because I am a depression case. Mm. So the thought of not sleeping is just oh, but here's unimaginable the thing. Here's to the thing. me. You really have to. You have to envision that your desire for sleep goes away. Okay. Yeah. Like you like, can if you want to, but you I, won't want to. I hate sleeping. Mm-hmm. I I if I could just never and have no downside, just never sleep for the rest of my life. Yeah, think of all I I like I I add like another fifty percent yes to the amount of time in which I can do shit on you, this earth. You become the one hundred and fifty percent man. Yeah. You live the fullest possible life. Like all like some of that is Bill Cosby. Like a, like like <laughs> say I live ninety say I live for ninety sleep. years. Say I live for another sixty years until I die. Yeah, that's that's still you know, one point five times more time than yeah. what everyone else who lives sixty years from thirty is going to get. Right. You know, yeah. that's that's insane. I would. I that's would. An, that's an extra fifteen years. I will say, if it wasn't for, for the sleeping. if it wasn't for the randomness factor, I think I'd do the Cosby. If it, I if think I, I'd go Cosby. If I knew it could be when I could be indoors and private and just, yeah. you know, do my terrible Jekyll and Hyde thing yeah. where I turn into an, <laughs> an, an awful elderly rapist. You know? Rudy! <laughs> no, like, uh, do you become like, because Bill Cosby's going blind. So oh, no, you can you can see. Okay. You just look exactly like him. You just him. look like him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh. You're basically you, you're own, you're yourself in every other way except you look you can just do dead like ringer for Bill Cosby. Ethan, Ethan Clyde's white face. Yeah. <laughs> white face man. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just, shit, I'd carry a morph suit with me at all times, so I could just put that on and yeah. just be green man, you know? I mean, really, like, if you brought a mask with you, I guess, you know, you could hide the Cosby. Possibly. But then you're still a guy walking around in a weird sweater. Yeah. Right, that's the other thing, dude. My <laughs> clothing must clothes. change appearance, right? Yeah, you're going to put on so, a, you're going to take on a Cosby sweater, you're going to have the whole thing. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man, it's so tempting to just... Never I, need sleep again, but I I'm, mean, on the other hand, I'm gonna say I don't, I don't want to do the sleep thing. I just, I, I think, yeah, even, even with, it's hard to imagine not wanting to sleep. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think maybe not that's my hang up here. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with the music thing here. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the music thing. See, I'm the guy who uh, never wants to go to bed and never uh, wants to get out of bed. Right. I'm both. Like I resist sleep until it's impossible, and then eventually. I don't want to leave it either. Right. Yeah. So this that would that would be I think for me it'd be almost like a, a like freedom <laughs> freedom from the sleep yeah. cycle that I don't want to be a part of either way. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, but no, I think I'm going with the musician and licking people. I think yeah. we we're probably <laughs> unanimous here. Yeah. You gotta go. You gotta go look at people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go with licking people. Yeah. Thanks. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that yeah, does it. Anyway. Um. So anyway. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. A lot of anyway this episode. Yeah. So this week, I want to talk about cringe. Ooh, okay. Ooh. One thing we have never talked about, and it ends up factoring prominently (laughs) in the stuff I like, is that experience of cringe or just being embarrassed by, embarrassed for somebody. Right. (sighs) Like that experience of looking at somebody else and go, Oh, thank God it's not me. Now, now I want to establish first that that uh, cringe has kind of taken on an awful definition and connotation over the years where people use it as an excuse to bully other people for doing things that they like and are not embarrassed by. Yeah, right. sure. Um, you know, uh, uh, people drawing, uh, uh, like, porn of the movie Cars <laughs> and posting on DeviantArt. Like, yeah. You know, not a thing I would engage in, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate anyone for doing that. Yeah, they're not. It's, you know, it's weird. There's no denying. It's, weird. There's no yeah. denying it's weird. Yeah. But it's not something to like. You know, try and like publicly shame people for. Like, right. Oh, look, look at this weirdo. Like certain like, things are up to matters of your personal preferences, sure. and other things yeah. are just sort of like just objectively uncomfortable. Well, we talked about this. We were, you were we were watching uh, on Sunday the uh, the what was it? Uh, it's creepy asterisk. Creepy ass asterisk. That's what got Ooh. me thinking about yeah. it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so that might be the most epic cringe that exists. Cuz it well it's, it's it's particularly awful because there there's a, there's just a bit of nice guy mixed in there too, yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> Often, almost almost always it seems like in there somewhere is I'm gonna like I'm gonna do this creepy asterisk play acty thing with you, and if you don't like it, I'm gonna wig out at you too. Right. And sometimes yeah, in like a weird passive, like super um, califragilistic, yeah, super emasculated way. Yeah. It's because it's always been. Y- yeah. Like, always yeah. Been. Like yeah. Like, like looks down at floor and blushes. Yeah. Milady. Yeah. <laughs> Bulge begins to show in pants. Yeah. <laughs> those are those are the ones that always yeah. just like. Well, like uh, in particular the ones like, and I, I think I said this on Sunday. Crawl. Like, I don't want to yeah. kink shame anybody. Whatever weird thing you're into, that's cool. Everyone's but, got like, their own weird. But thing. like the 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 creepy asterisks that we were watching were like of people in a in like a. 
a, a, a like a, a play incest oh, chat group. Yes. You remember that? Mm. that like in particular, like one. daddy daughter shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking weird. That's like apparently a whole subculture we learned that existed that uh, we didn't know existed. Like I'm not trying to kink shame, but you know, fuck that. That's fucking weird, That's man. Fu- That's fucked. See the w- the way I understand That's the fucked. the way I understand the daddy thing is it's not it's not really related to to incest per se, but it can it can easily be taken by people who are into incest. In this case, what we're talking about was definitely was definitely definitely it's like it's like story starts off. Dad in shower. Little girl walks in. No. Yup. And it goes from there. It's fucked up. It's like Mm. and it's all people like Mm. sort of text chatting or whatever or like transcribing creepy little scenarios. Yeah. Oh, be taking a shower. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Uh, so I so I think uh, yeah I, I think in that case it's it's definitely like especially when it's when it's just those like random Facebook messages yeah, yeah. it's like y- you should know better and you you don't know enough to feel embarrassed about this now yeah, yeah. but give it time and you will yeah yeah milady 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 neck beards ruining everything tips um, fedora I. <laughs> uh, to me, I think the prime example of cringe that I always go to is the infamous Carl Stefanovic attempting to tell a Dalai Lama joke to the actual Dalai oh, Lama. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just... It, it doesn't land. Is there no, anyone better than Carl Stefanovic? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there is. Like, I, oh, it, it just... It makes it makes me tense up every time I think about it. Yeah. Because the Dalai Lama sit there and go like... Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> like he's just been given the punchline, and yeah. he's going, "Ah, it is possible." Yeah. Like he <laughs> definitely possible. He, he doesn't. Uh, for for anyone listening who doesn't know who Carl Stefanovic is, it's like he, Good Morning Amer- Australians. Good uh, morning. Uh, to, the Today Show oh, Australia. Yeah. 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 Um, one of the like four or five hosts. Uh, yeah. I can't remember how many he's an, are there. He's an anchor there, yeah. and. Uh, he uh, he's he's, he's fa- just, fairly well on Australia. Like he, he's like he's like the Australian Bob Costas, except more animated fun. and more <laughs> fun. fun. He's like he's the like, Australian Bob Costas, except um, not an asshole and he's fun. Like, he's like the Australian Matt Lauer, except definitely didn't assault anybody. Right. right. The worst thing Carl Stefanik ever did was get drunk on air. <laughs> so, <laughs> at Amazing. An, not only on air, at an awards show. Yeah. Yeah. Like like a big like primetime awards show. Yeah. It was um, one of those things where they kept cutting back to them in between things happening on the stage, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like back to the anchors who are like Carl is getting fucking drunk. Drinking Foster. Yeah. yeah. Presumably yeah. drinking Fosters. <laughs> presumably. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm I feel like yeah. Fosters is too weak for a man like Carl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, um, for for anyone who hasn't seen the video, the, the he meets with the actual honest to God Dalai Lama mm-hmm. and attempts to tell him the joke. Uh, uh, the Dalai Lama walks into a pizza shop <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Dalai Lama... Of course, English is not his native language. Yeah, right. right. So, right. so this joke, this joke just doesn't work in translation. Is the is the is the thing? Yeah. And he says, "Can you make me one with everything?" <laughs> and the Dalai Lama sit there like, 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's like a, a pizza shop. He's <laughs> like doing that kind of thing. Pizza shop, yes. Pizza shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and, and Carl's just like... possible. Carl's just like waiting for him to get it and then just starts cracking <laughs> up. Yeah, because he's kind of giving him the, that shit-eating grin. He's yeah. doing that little wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what no, I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? That that to me is is pure pure distilled cringe. Oh, it, yeah. it doesn't get any better than that because of the sheer scale of it. Jokes that you know don't I mean? land are inherently. Oh, we were talking cringy. about that. It's it's the there is nothing worse than a joke that doesn't land. Oh, it just yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um, we we watched one night a bunch of a bunch of uh, amateur stand up comedians yeah, yeah. bombing. Oh my and that's, god! And that's fine. You're gonna bomb if you're every once in a while if you're trying to be a comedian. Yeah. But like. It's the ones that get defensive and try to fight the audience. It's just uh, the stand-up's job mistake. is an impossibly complicated one, yeah. and that's why there's a lot of people who are not good at it. Yeah, you either need the room with you, or you need to f- give the room the middle finger in such a way that they change their mind and come right. with you anyway. Right. You have to basically either alpha the room, right. Or be so adorable they can't help themselves. Bill Hicks was really good at that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill Hicks, because Bill Hicks would would do a room sometimes and then just bomb and then get them back because he would get so angry yeah. that he bombed. I think we talked a zillion times about Bill Burr doing that to the city of yeah, Philadelphia. The entire yeah. city yeah. of Philadelphia. Yeah. He said on his podcast, he, he, the first thing he did when he got off stage is, you know, called his wife and he's like, I just got, how did, how did he put it? Uh, uh, I, I just got uh, <laughs> I just got trolled by f- eleven thousand people or something. I can't remember what he said. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's like the ultimate one of the one of the largest forms of cringe I can think of is like someone trying to do something specifically like stand up, where you really need people to have your back and they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's um, I I, w- I would say I guess the same goes for for any creative art. Um, like if you're making a if you're making a skit on YouTube, uh, where you where you you know harass some woman doing stretches in the street and then do parkour after her and then <laughs> yeah. oh, attempt God. to sue the guy. and then attempt to sue the high profile YouTube channel that rightfully makes fun of your shitty and creepy video. I hope that guy's delivering pizzas right now, <laughs> thinking thinking how hard he fucked up. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. It's it's uh, it, it 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 is like like there there has to be an expectation, uh there has to be an expectation there for it to be cringe, uh oh excuse me, for for so, for someone to know better, if if they're just doing something f- for the sake of you know they're just enjoying it they're yeah. just they're just really enjoying doing it. that that kind of shows through. I remember one of the one of the very first. Cringe threads I ever saw. This is way back on the something awful forums. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, back when those were it. Right. Someone posted uh, a little thing of um, uh, it was a YouTube video of this of this kid doing like a Yankee Candle unboxing and talking about like <laughs> like well like well like describe it. This is like some like fourteen or fifteen year old kid unboxing the candles, smelling them, describing the smells, 
uh, describing all the, you know, the stuff that went into it and, and you know, kind of rating him in comparison to his, like, in comparison to his favorites. And everyone was like, that's not cringe. This kid just really likes candles. <laughs> right. See, to me, that's so, like, <laughs> and, I, and he knows a lot about them. It's I, awesome. I'd never <laughs> approach this kid. I'd never talk about this kid. But I would be sitting there going, why the fuck am I watching someone unbox a candle? I, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, you. I wouldn't. He, like, he knew a lot about, he knew his shit. But it's like, you know, and it's very clear. Yeah, not cringe. He just really liked candles. Yeah, yeah. there's a fine line there. I mean, not it's cringe, like, but definitely obsession. I don't understand, and that's funny inherently. Right now, this, now this comes back to to a more modern YouTuber, which is which is uh, running on empty food food review. Let's that talk about review. Bro. Definitely not cringe. Review not cringe. Not it's, at all. In fact, it's the closest thing to genius I've seen on YouTube. <laughs> it's the, it's total authenticity. The the average asshole is not going to a five star steakhouse. The average asshole is going to Taco Bell. Yeah. to get the new quesarito. He would like. To, and average like to know if it's good before he gets right. There. We, you know, we've done McDouble watch. Like we are, yeah. we are very discerning with our with our, you know, right. sub ten dollar <laughs> foods. We <laughs> are we are very particular men about our fast food. I mm-hmm. will say that. Absolutely, and and it and it pays to be because that yeah. that way, you know, the I think public opinion does definitely direct. Kind of the course of of fast food, yeah. Even more so than it does for like fine dining, because when you go to fine dining, you kind of know what to expect. Yeah, you, you know, know what you're going to get. You yeah. can get a chicken parm and know exactly what's going to be on that thing. Yeah. But like, if you're if if enough people are dissatisfied with Taco Bell's new cheese and beef and bean creation or or any combination thereof. They're gonna they're gonna find a different way to present it. They're gonna add like some fresh new ingredient, like Frito crumbs. Yeah, right. Throw Fritos in it. <laughs> you know, they're they're gonna <clears throat> they're gonna do what it takes to to make as many people watching the Super Bowl go, "Oh, that looks <laughs> neat." Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. right. Hey, speaking of Taco Bell in particular, they got this. They get the they got a new uh, menu thing going on, right? Wow. What's that? So they have like a, it's like the. It's like a burrito with more cheese somehow. It's basically the same dumb thing. Oh, uh, I might have, I might have had Taco this. Bell. It, the oh, same it's the, um, dumb it's thing. the, uh, it's the triple melt. That's it. The I triple I, melt. I had it. It's indistinguishable from a quesarito. It's all, it's all the same There's, fucking shit, man. It's a quesarito with no rice and more other shit. How do they keep fooling us? Listen, <laughs> I just want to know when they're going to do. Again, it's the same like six or seven ingredients yeah. in various combinations. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is just all Mexican food in general. What they, what, yeah, right. Well, at least American Mexican food, like whatever yeah. the hell we, you know, yeah. what we eat. Real Mexican food, incidentally, is very good, like with plantains. It's a lot of veggies and fruit. Oh, yeah. 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 Super good. Yeah. Eating cactuses and shit. Yeah, whatever. You know, whatever those fucking people are eating. I don't know. <laughs> lead. <laughs> yeah, lead. Uh, <laughs> Taking um, a nap. Here's a cringy thing. I, I always think about this when I think of like cringy things. The Wendy, the Wendy's ad <laughs> before they got really good at their advertising <laughs> game, and they they were. I think they were trying to dip their toe into what do internet people like, and they did that ad with the memer. Oh, do you remember that? Yeah. It was like Ooh. eat sandwich. Like a boss yeah. or something. They had like a top and bottom text caption, right? Bold impact font. Yeah. And it's the, always got to be impact font. And my reaction to that was, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically the same as that video that was on YouTube with the guy going, fucking stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, and advertising companies, you know, you, you, would ex, you would expect 
someone paying millions of dollars to an advertising firm, they, they could come up with maybe something a little better market tested, like like actually get some Internet people and show them that and, and see how many of them just like yeah. implode. Yeah. yeah, like find actual people who are truly from the Internet. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a good start. Don't worry, ma'am. I'm from the Internet. See, that's that's what I that's what I think Arby's has been doing every single fucking day. They come out with some new cardboard and food craft. It's brilliant. Uh, brilliant. Uh, that, that's that references some anime or another or a video game uh it's it's on facebook it's just pictures of you know i haven't seen this have you not it's it, <clears throat> arby's facebook page just kills it with like you know uh, appealing to to you know the anime loving subset of people that yeah. eat arby's <laughs> it's because that's and it's it's sad to say but that's kind of how you have to appeal to people these days is referential humor yeah, you know, it, it, nothing can ever be like like in a vacuum unless it's something absolutely original. It, it, if you reference something, people get a sense of inclusion. Yeah, and we're right back to cult mentality. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah, you know, it's it's again just a sense of inclusion. It's like you know, hey, I got that reference. I've watched that anime. I've, I, I cite know. the reference. <laughs> I know what that is. Something my friend Mitch used to say all the time was cite the reference. Whenever, whenever <laughs> there was like something that was clearly a reference, he would like no. <laughs> he's like yeah. he's a, a hated like referential humor. He always was like trying to find the original joke. Yeah, right. And he's like no, cite the reference. <laughs> like it always keep you honest about it. Yeah. What makes you cringe, Chris? What makes me cringe? What makes you cringe? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, you deal with the general public more than I do. General public? General public. <laughs> I mean, like, there's got to be some base, repetitive human behaviors that you see all the time. You No, I got one. You texted us to say that you witnessed a oh, dude. Oh, yeah, this Christian-looking motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Just, he, like, at, at, at the store, I was standing. My desk is, like, right in the front of my department, so I'm looking out into the whole rest of the store. Yeah, and I'm standing there and I'm drinking my coffee, and this this fucking fat neck beardian, <laughs> this the, he looked he, he looked like Christian. He looked he, like Christian before he was Christine. He waxed yeah. neck beardian. Yeah, he he, he wax, waxed he neck beardian. Waxed neck beardian. <laughs> um, but he like he like. You could see the thought process there. He's like, first of all, he's one of these dudes who's like really big, which is fine because I'm really big, too. He who's like at the store on his knees. Oh, God, Morty. <laughs> oh, Morty. Uh, playing the video game system <laughs> like he's five, you know. Wait, so he's playing the Nintendo Switch on his knees. Well, he's like on he's not on his knees, but like, you know, the guy like there's a famous picture of a dude like who's like in his 20s at Walmart playing a 3DS <laughs> like on his knees like an idiot, down like a dumbass. But this dude's like way too tall and way too old to be like sitting there for 40 minutes yeah. playing Nintendo Switch in public, in public. Oh like, God. you know, this dude's got one, right? Yeah. Like, you know, he's already got one. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And uh, can't be without video games for like an hour. Right. Yeah. But he's I'm like just here because my mom needs a printer. I watched him. I watched him do this. I watched the thought process happen. I watched him like, you know, like he he's like he's like trying to like snort to snot back up into his nose. It's not happening. And I watched him like, you know, like give a little glance and then just take his hand and blow his nose in his hand. 
which <laughs> is okay maybe in the shower. Like yes. when there's it's, it's like, fine it's in the fine shower. It's fine in the shower. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, like but like when there's not like a hot stream of water coming at you constantly cleaning not, you. Not cool. Yeah. Not cool. Fucking never. Um I don't care if you have tissues to wipe it off of you after no, that. No, you don't do that. Mm-mm. He just fucking blew his nose in his hands and then just wiped it on himself. <laughs> just like just like used uh. nature. At least he didn't eat it. But he like he just like and I'm and I don't I don't think he saw me because he never like looked over. But I'm standing there, I'm drinking my coffee, and I, I like I, I I think I audibly went ugh, like he just, just watches this guy do this, like ew. That like, is so fucking gross. Fucking did, he put, did he put his hand back on the the? He did, as a matter oh. of fact. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. No moral of that story. No, don't play any <laughs> console ever. Don't touch anything. Anything in a that's store. public. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's nope. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, he did. He, like, just kind of, ugh. It was weird. He didn't stay much longer after that, but he had been standing there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, and again, watching him. <laughs> again, this is, this is, uh, this goes back to, you know, cringe is definitely for the people who, who should know better. They, they should. That's the central thing that makes it cringy, isn't it? They yeah. should know better. If... And again, it's this isn't just like a thing where he's like, you know, I'm I'm an independent person. I know how to live my life. You know, it's it's not like he's you know, he uh, like like you know, even I would I would go so far even as to say like like adult men who watch My Little Pony. Like, yeah, like fine, what are you doing? fine. If yeah. you if you like the cartoon, it's fine. cool. Um, like I'm not you know, but. <sighs> Then there's the people who like go to the cons and like. That's that's kind of over the top. We're, we're, we're stretching it a little bit. We're, we're stretching the bounds of what's of what's actually acceptable, especially considering the fact that you know. <laughs> there's there's no there's no there's none of the target audience in yeah, there. Yeah, right. There's the, by which I mean you know prepubescent girls. Girls, right, right. <laughs> There's no other target audience at, at these at these brony cons or, or anything like that. If you like the show, fine. Cool. Right. I like cartoons. Like, uh, yeah, I, I can't. And I guess if you want to hang out with other people who like the show and do pony related things, fine. But like it, it's it's when you get into like, you know, basic hygiene or, or when yeah, come on that that video, which I'm, <sighs> which I'm I'm mm, I want to believe so badly it's fake and I'm sure it is. The dude who who comes out to his father about, oh, yeah. about having a My Little Pony fetish. <laughs> I, I hope that's fake. It, it, I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty sure it's fake, but there's always the, no, the non-zero chance that it's real. <laughs> that's so hard for me to think about without I, laughing. I know, I know we've gone into this discussion deep before on this podcast, but yeah. all the real men are dead. Yeah, <laughs> all, I, was just, I was thinking that. Was like, between you, this and yeah. you seeing that guy yeah. while you're drinking your car, I just picture like George C. Scott yeah. looking at all this and then just like walking into the garage and hanging himself. I'm thinking about my Uncle Pete in New Guinea during World War II fighting the Germans and he caught malaria and almost died and up, you know, up until he, he like lost all the hair on his body and it never, yeah. like most of the hair on his body was gone after that because malaria is fucking horrible. Yeah. And he like made it into his 80s. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Well, like, how many, how many, how many guys do you think incidentally in like, cause you know, it should be, it should be clarified of course that, you know, we're talking about, you know, real men, quote unquote, how many, how many, <laughs> you know, how many men do you think in world war two were actually, you know, you know, secretly and had to be uh, gay or transgender. Sure. You know, oh, like, okay. like, so put up against that sort of like what the traditional idea of real man meant. Yeah. yeah but, but, but then the, those same guys would still have to like, you know, you know, pry bullets out of their arms sure. with combat that's, knives. Is that, when like I say that, real you know? men, that's what I mean. Yeah. People who like stared down this shit and were just hard asses. Yeah. I think I th- you can be, you can have a vagina and be a real man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it, for the sake of, yeah, for the sake yeah. of argument. Man, right. Manhood isn't exclusive to, to, you know, Guys, with, guys with dicks and wives who eat steak and drink right. beer. I mean, I it's, mean, I mean, manhood in the cultural sense it, right. as what it, as what it has become, not yeah. manhood in the physical sense. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, the um, what it is, I think, is 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 also a little bit of taking personal responsibility and understanding how not only how your actions come across to other people, but how they affect other people. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know. In in this in the same token, you know, I don't consider myself less of a real man because I don't want to go to war. You know, I'm a pacifist. I I, I never want to be in a war sure. or anything because I don't I don't want to get my ass killed. <laughs> but you know, uh, but you're a guy who, if you saw somebody uh, beating up a woman at a bar, you would stand up and probably lay that guy out. I would <laughs> I, I would strongly consider it. I also I mean do something. I, I do if do you something. had to tear him off of something. her if you had to tear him off of her and sit on his chest if you I'm, do that. If I'm if I'm the only other person in that bar, I call the police at least. Yeah. yeah. You something. know there there's the the idea of essentially that uh again what you do affects the world around you whether you know it or not. Yeah. If you if you're in if you're if you're going to Walmart and you haven't showered in a week, people are going to notice, yeah, and yeah. and you're going to you're 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 negatively impacting the experience of other people, yeah, yeah by by your stinky, <laughs> uh, overwhelming presence. <coughs> yeah. yeah, it's. I, I guess I guess what I'm saying is take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is take a bath. Neckbeards are the most oppressed minority. <laughs> in the what US. I'm trying to say is it's about ethics and gaming journalism. <laughs> it's really just about ethics and video game journalism. <laughs> oh, um, God. <laughs> no, but what um, I'm 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 finding I'm finding it hard to to get out what I want to say. What what I want to say is. The fuck if, is calling me. If you if you like a thing, if you're passionate about a thing, fine. You know, d- go after that thing with all your might because people who are passionate about the <coughs> things they like, to, yeah. to me, are like the coolest and most interesting people that I've ever met. Yeah. I'm with um, that. I'm with that. But then that only goes so far. There is a hard limit to that because some of the things people are really passionate about, you can objectively be like, that's... I don't ever I, want to witness this. I don't need to know what what uh, what Joe Average nine 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 on YouTube jerks off to in his in his <laughs> off hours. You know, I don't need to, it's I, hair. It's human hair. It's piles of human hair. Also, also known as bedroom pasta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only I only thought of that because I saw on Reddit today uh, the, a subreddit called Beetlejuicing. Have you heard of this? Oh God, no! <laughs> it, it's not terrible. It's it, Beetlejuicing is what happens when you mention something. 
And the perfect username shows up to comment. <laughs> right? Yeah. So in this case, it was um, like people talking about some, they were talking about something pornographic. And someone's like, I didn't really, I don't like her hair, though. And then I jerk off to hair shows up. Like, the yeah. hair is the best part. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a, <laughs> and someone immediately goes, username checks out. And his username was like checkbot or something, yeah. like, or something like that. There's a user, I think, on uh, perfect on, that shows up occasionally on Reddit called fucks with ducks that that uh, <laughs> tends to this tends to happen a lot. Go to him. duck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so any go duck yourself type yeah. thing he shows up for. Is that it or I, I think so? It's, so it's ducking uh, stupid. <laughs> I fucks with this, like like you know, man arrested for having sex with duck or so. I don't. I, I just know he his name shows up a lot. I think I think a lot of what I'm remembering is actually other people trying to link him and mention him so that he like, <laughs> like to get, him to get show it in up. his inbox. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I guess what I'm saying is is it's be, really just about ethics and <laughs> game game journalism. journalism. <laughs> to to a, <laughs> Uh, to avoid to avoid being cringy, be passionate insofar as know your audience. Yeah, know your audience is what I'm saying. If, yeah. if you're even if you don't think anyone's gonna watch, if you want to make a video about uh, your your recent Yankee Candle haul, yeah, you know that's not going to offend anyone. Go do it. Right. If you're yeah. if you're making a video about about uh, how to how to draw. Uh, Lightning McQueen getting butt fucked by that Larry the Cable Guy tow truck. <laughs> Maybe think twice about it. I tell you what, you want to. I tell you what, you, you want to stick it up my truck, bud. I tell you, we gonna you have gotta, a good time. You, got, you want to have a good time? You gotta, you gotta get you, you gotta get you some of this tow mater dick. Get you up on a winch. Get her done. <laughs> You'll be saying ka-chow by the end yeah. of tonight. I tell you. What. Let me just tell you something else about the number of cars I fuck in the ass. <laughs> It's a, a lot. It's of a them. lot of them. It's it's all the ones. Yep. And I'll show you why they call me Jiffy Lube. <laughs> Tomater. Tomater. <laughs> yeah, Tomater. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. That's the same. Um, I think one of the thing, the things that often makes cringe is overconfidence. Yeah. It's like an excess sure. of confidence. Sure, absolutely. It's like a it's and, and to speak to the knowing your audience thing. Yeah. It's like an excess of confidence in a thing that the audience is like right. Well, like totally in disagreement yeah. about. Before I before I get too big into him, he's apparently gotten a lot better about this over the years. Okay, little little disclaimer: whoever we're about to talk about. This, might not be so bad anymore. Christian, uh, Darkside Phil oh, is this uh, guy's name. Um, uh, he, he's a he's a fighting game player by trade. Uh, but will occasionally attempt to play other games, uh, most famously Metal Gear Solid, which he absolutely sucked at. Not only did he suck really bad at Metal Gear Solid, and it, you know, the first Metal Gear Solid is not, it's not particularly easy. This guy. But every Metal Gear Solid game includes a communication system where you can call your support team for advice. You should never not know what to do in a Metal Gear Solid game because you have support staff on your codec right. that you can call. Darkside Phil doesn't get it. He, 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 you, he, There are these video compilations of this is how you don't play Metal Gear Solid 2 or Metal Gear Solid 3 and the vast majority of it is him running around like a nincompoop, not even sneaking, <laughs> attempting to punch out the guard <clears throat> and then getting seen by another guard. It just 
just really like not getting the idea of a stealth game. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then making weird, uh, uh, you know, teenage sexual humor like, oh, look at her boobies. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, the so whole mean time. Every time Aaron Hansen plays a video game. On <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Aaron um, Hansen. He's apparently he's gotten better about not blaming the game for his own shortcomings. That's a that's a big one, I think, especially yeah. if you're a gaming YouTuber. Yeah. Like you. You're putting your yourself out there to people who have also played this game, probably. And cherish it. And cherish yeah. it. Oh, that's the big one. Yeah, also, like, Aaron, talk show your solid fans did not yeah. like these videos. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have a question about him, honestly, is I wonder, could it just be like, OK, what are the what's the likelihood that this was just a giant troll? Because he did several of these videos, right? Or at oh, least he, two or three. Um. Oh, oh, more than that. Um, the videos I'm uh, talking about are Marty. the videos I'm talking about are compilations. Okay. Oh, um, right, right, right. So he did a series of but many he's also, of these. But he's also known for doing this stuff in like tournament play, like Street yeah. Fighter Four tournament play. It's just uh, hard to. It's hard to imagine he kept making videos and kept not getting it. Like it's so weird. Like. Well, because because he like like many other people who get paid to play video games and then like receive legitimate criticism, he thinks they're trolls. Right. He thinks they're people that are trying to troll him and make him upset. Mm. Uh, when in reality, there are people saying, you know, look, the game tells you you can call the colonel to to figure out colonel. what to do. Right. Colonel. Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Customer. This taco comes in two varieties, regular and Cool Ranch Dorito flavor. <laughs> Which would you so, prefer? That was so cool. <laughs> What's his name? David Hader? David Hader. David yeah, he managed to like the, the Taco the Bell fan. The voice of Solid Snake. Gray yeah. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Just like some That'll guy at Taco Bell. Uh, that's why, like the entire, uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep shitting on Ego Raptor here because he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> yeah, sure. He, but, uh, but, but, but if he was, it would also be interesting, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. What if, what if, I would. I would Aaron Hansen flew to a shitty Youngstown <laughs> yeah. to listen to us insult him. Yeah, right. Well, I have, I have mad respect for Aaron Hansen, but like, sure. Um, and I'm a guy. I don't have nostalgia blinders for like the Zelda games. I didn't play Ocarina of Time until I was an adult in my 20s. Oh no, Majora's so weird. Ma to me. Majora's Mask was the first Zelda I played, and I did not. Do well. I didn't. It's not an easy game. It's to be not. Fair. It's, I didn't play and beat Majora's Mask until I was in my twenties. You're on so. a constant time constraint in yeah. Majora's Mask. It's yeah. it's it's nerve wracking. Sure. Man. Yeah. yeah. And the and the fact that it's just it's an unsettling and spooky game in general. Mm -hmm. You know. It is. Um, but like to shit on like, and I was a guy who didn't get into Zelda until I was well until I was in my twenties. Yeah, right? Wind, Wind Waker's still your jam, right? Wind, Wind Waker's still Wind, Wind, oh, Wind, Wind Waker's Wind phenomenal. And Wind Waker HD might be the best remake I've ever played. What it's they, so do they release that for the, the Wii U? Yeah, yeah, mm. still good, still good. I think I've got the original for the GameCube. I, yeah. I got to bust that out sometime. That's good, man. I think I have it too, actually. But it, like to shit on Zelda. <laughs> Yeah, as a whole, it would, that would be like me shitting on Sonic as a whole. <laughs> Which, <laughs> not that you would Ocarina ever do that. that. I would do that. Ocarina of Time fixed one of the biggest problems of of a th of, that was inherent in designing a 3D adventure game, which was how is your attack going to go where you want it to go? The yes. answer is Z targeting. Z targeting, Z -targeting right. was fucking and, awesome. And like it was did, buggy sometimes. He too. did that sequelitis review, and he's like shitting on Z targeting. It's like okay, yeah, it's it's there's no there's no way you can possibly shit on Z targeting. Right. It's, it's 
not it, all, did, it didn't work right all the time. Not all the time, but the oh, vast, but it was the first time it happened. The vast majority of the time, it presented you with this like like dynamic cinematic angle where links at the bottom right, the enemies in the upper left, and you it's it's uh, yeah, it it's an awesome. action shot. Yeah. It was it's, awesome. It's a dynamic action shot, and it keeps you locked onto the enemy you're fighting. Yeah. It's br- it, it was a it, brilliant it made idea. What could have been possibly a forgettable fight event. Awesome yeah. every time it worked. Oh, yeah, especially against um, any enemy that you had to duel with, any enemy with, like, a sword, a shield, or a sword and shield yeah. Yeah. that you had, that, you know, they would dodge and they'd block. Any enemy you had to duel with. What in, do you call those The guys? Iron Knuckle. The Leaping Lizard The Iron guys. Knuckle, the Stalfos, the Lizalfos. Yep. Yeah. 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 Those, those fights every time were unforgettable to me because yeah. you, you would actually have to, like, you know, think and, like, you know, strike when the opening hit, yeah. you know? Well, it's like it's 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 he's him saying like, oh, well, you got the nostalgia blinders on. And then in the same breath, <laughs> he's like he's like talking about how great Link to the Past is. And Link to the Past is great. Yeah. But yeah. That's a game like it's a top down view with like good graphics for the time. But like you're telling me you don't have nostalgia blinders for that game. Any game that's old <laughs> yeah. that you remember fondly, you yeah. have nostalgia blinders for. <coughs> we the, talked about GoldenEye last week, so we don't have say, to the, again. The, fir- but, right. the first time I ever got like, wow, this game sucks. Yeah. Like, it's fucking yeah. shitty. Now, completely different game when you play it with mouse and keyboard at 60 frames. Yeah, right. Completely sure. different game. Yeah. Super good. <laughs> Super good. Um, um, but yeah, like like people people that are supposed to play video games for a living that... that <clears throat> You know, we'll we'll take and like I get away with it because I'm I'm I don't play them for a living. Yeah, <laughs> but right. Like, but like people blame the game, you know. Yeah, you know. And it, and to be fair, everybody's guilty. It's infuriating every time I see anyone do it, though. Even, even you, whenever someone's yeah. like, whenever someone's like, ah, the fucking thing cheated. I'm like, I can't. I it. I don't know why it trips a switch in my head where I'm like, come on. To dude. be fair, sometimes it is definitely the game's fault. Yeah, and, a lot of times it's limitations. <clears throat> But yeah. like uh, sports but games, not in, as often as I think it is. Sports games in particular, there's there's a setting. I think we've talked about it before. There's a setting on sports games that's called um, rubber banding. Well, it's a, it's <laughs> it's computer difficulty adjustment is the name of the stat, and you can thank EA for that because they're the ones who implemented that. <laughs> Thanks, EA. Um, it, it's it's and actually the 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 playthrough that we did of Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey '98 yeah. had that stat, oh, and there was no way to adjust it. It got us bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like like you're up by three <sighs> goals, and then the last minute they come back and they win. They score. Right. You know, like like it's a thing. Like if you're doing too good. Sports games, if you don't turn, you can turn that stat down now, thankfully. You know, you know, a team will come back and beat you or start playing harder, like up yeah. the difficulty. It's artificial difficulty. That's bullshit. Yeah. Just because I'm doing super good doesn't mean you have to like yeah. counteract the difficulty for me. This is this yeah. is why I sing the praises <laughs> of Dark Souls so much. It's difficult, but it's not adaptive. If you know how to beat a boss, you can beat him without too much trouble. Yeah. It, the game will never like increase its difficulty if it thinks you're doing too well. Adaptive difficulty is a, is something that's good in concept and almost always bad in practice. Almost always. You, so you really do want to have a challenge. You don't want to just breeze through whatever it is. Sure, but ascertaining from the computing side how good you are and how to like make it close. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to do. Which is why. Which is why again. With Dark Souls, there it eliminates the guesswork. You're you're you can either do it or you can't. Yeah, right? and right. if you can't do it, you keep practicing until you can. Sure. Yeah. Think yeah. about a game like Super Meat Boy, which has one of the finest jump arcs 
ever programmed. For sure. Ever. <laughs> that game is hard. Yeah. But it is never unfair. Everything yeah, is right. laid out for you. Exactly. You know exactly what you have to avoid. And if you're not, if you miss it, it's not the game's fault. You just aren't that good. Yeah, right. And I wouldn't even say you are that good. The game is just better than you. Yeah, yeah sure. It's And it's in, in those cases, it's not even a question of good or not. It's It's like humans make mistakes it, it's you know human error you, you hit the space bar a little too late that's you know just go back and try it again sure it, with enough practice you will get it it's just like playing an instrument you know you might you might miss a chord a few times but if you keep doing it enough you're going to get it without even better. thinking right. about it um like uh every sports game that i get so i i, I used to buy the ncaa games i still am playing ncaa 14 um because there's a dedicated community. Sorry. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. Yeah, of, what you, I think uh, that's what are you sorry about? Blowing the smoke everywhere. I just, no, no I, I, I do that because I like seeing my, my breath move into like a tunnel yeah. through the. I'm not doing it because it bothers okay. me. I'm doing it because I like yeah. seeing it. Yeah. Okay. Well, allow me to blow more smoke in your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> no, it, but like the first thing I do, the and it's been the NHL games lately too. You you just you turn down the. The first thing I do is try and turn it to as much simulation sports as I can. Right. So like when I do NCAA yeah, keep it simulation, not arcadey. I, I usually play NCAA. Uh, I haven't played in a while, so when I go back, I'm probably going to play it on Heisman's the hardest difficulty. All American is the second hardest difficulty. Yeah. I usually like if I haven't played in a while, I'll put it on All American. I'll turn and I'll I'll put simulative stats on there. Like there's there's dedicated boards to making the game as realistic as possible. How to put you you know your accuracy at the right point. How to put the computer's accuracy at the right point. Yeah. You know, like there's a real there's like a real community of love around this game. Same with Still. the NHL games, too. You know, they're, they're <coughs> the first thing that happens when those games launch is people figure out how to toy with the sliders enough to make it accurate. Yeah. And, and make it feel right. God, that's you know what? That's one reason I want an Xbox. And it's, it's maybe the only reason. I want to play NHL again. Yeah, man. That I game's fun. I fucking love playing NHL. They haven't made a PC game in about, I like, know. 10 years. And the PC game that was yeah. out there, well, NHL 04, yeah. there's still a community dedicated to that because it's the finest hockey game that was ever, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's, you know, like, as a PC gamer, I feel kind of let down that there isn't an NHL game for me. I'm really, kind of shocked. They really not a lot of sports games. The, Yo, I can I can bring the, the Xbox One over and we can play this like any time. Yeah, yeah, but the truth is I just got to buy an Xbox. <laughs> me too. Yeah, you I got to get an Xbox One X. I want to upgrade. The, I just have to do it. I mean, if they made if they made NHL games for PC, this wouldn't even be a thing I thought I wanted. Yeah. Right. They did try that that uh, old time hockey, but it didn't turn out great. No, it didn't. No. Yeah, it, was an, it was unfinished. Yeah, it was unfinished. Um, yeah. But back to like every yeah, let's let's get on top. Back here. to cringe though. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, Darks, I feel again, he's apparently gotten apparently gotten better about this. Yeah. Um, one actual like genuine cringe moment where like you really do feel bad for the guy. He actually uh, uh, jacked off on stream one time without realizing the camera was no. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. Wait a minute. Let me find video. Of this. <laughs> no, you, you, no, don't, you don't. No. You, you don't see anything, but it's very very clear what he's doing. Do you see like his? No. Upper half, yeah, just just like just like shoulders up, and it's it's pretty obvious what he's doing. No. And then he's like, and then he he like, I mean, he handles it like a champ at least. He's like, oh, whoops, <laughs> <laughs> oops, oh no, <laughs> no, that that just took the wind out of my fucking sails. <laughs> like, oh, and he was playing Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's so awful. Yeah, it's. 
It happens, man. There's, there's, uh, there, <laughs> he's not the only streamer to have ever done it either. Oh, no, that's terrible. Nice. Oh, dude. <laughs> no. Are you watching it right yeah. now? Oh. <laughs> is he, is oh, he, God, he's getting into it. No, really? Oh, no, no, no. Wow, <laughs> oh, poor Dark Side Phil. Oh, God, I hate yeah, that whatever. so much. I mean, you know, the government's <laughs> probably watching me jack off, too. <laughs> <laughs> the government watches us all jack off. Yeah, I mean, I whatever. Yeah. You know. That's what they're there for, right? Yeah, they'll watch you jack off. That's yeah. why we they have know a, They know what porn you're searching that's for. That's why we have a government. Yeah. I thought we wanted to keep track of who's jacking off to right. what. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There's no porn that I'm Googling that's any weirder than, <laughs> you know, anybody else's. Yeah. My porn's pretty normal. I think by comparison. Yeah. Yeah. You know, anyway. Wa- <laughs> <laughs> Let's say, I wonder, you know, I every, every now and then, like every every couple of months or something, I learn about a new thing that's someone's thing. Yeah. And Isn't that it? usually makes me cringe as well. A little bit, yeah. Like, again, you know, n- not to kink shame, you know, as long as it's not like, a, like really, as long as they're not bordering on like pedophilia or yeah. like... Like basically, when when people's kink is a thing that's not hurting anybody, I don't give a fuck. Right. I might yeah. think it's weird. Yeah. I might even cringe a bit, but I'm not, I'm not going to say it shouldn't exist. People who are into like the there's the famous kid from TLC who is like in love with his pool toys. Do you ever see that kid? No, the kid who's in love with his pool toys, and the only part like usually they find somebody who's like a friend of that person, okay, or like a close family member uh, to like. You know, be like, yeah, I just don't. It's this weird thing that he always does. <laughs> the only person that they could find for this kid was his like distant cousin who obviously didn't want to be on the show, who like obviously doesn't know him that well. OK, and, like was just there doing it because they couldn't find anybody else to talk about him. No like, way. <laughs> it's just this kid who's in love with his pool toys and then his cousin who's like super shy and like, dude, I, I don't know. <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. They invited me over for this yeah, afternoon. Right. Yeah, they told me there was going to be sandwiches. On. Yeah. <laughs> they said it was, they said they wanted me to hang out with my cousin. Yeah. I don't know what's it's happening. It's just a kid like laying Keep with his fucking this pool dude. Yeah. I don't know what's up. Fucking his pool toys and like <laughs> feeding him lunch. It's like it's fucking weird. Oh like, wait, so they're like yeah. little animal pool toys? Yeah, or are they like let's see if I can find this kid. <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. Whatever. I mean, but yeah. like, you know, get a job and <laughs> while you're looking this up, a thing that, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm going to, I guess I will explicitly kink shame. I think it's weird. That woman that married that carnival ride. What? That's a thing. Oh, dude. oh, I've heard, I've heard of this. I think you might even show me the video. <laughs> H3 of this. did a video on this. Yeah, that's right. It's H3. It's a woman who married this carnival ride that like, she would seriously go to the carnival thing or whatever and like see this ride every day. And then they like moved it. It went like across the country or something. Or maybe across the world, and she lost it for a while, and then it came back. She, like, dropped a wedding ring in one of its pipes, so she considers herself married to it, and she will lay under it. And I guess, I guess masturbate under the thing. Well, I mean, once you're there, yeah, yeah, you might as well just go the extra mile. Wouldn't be the first person to masturbate (laughs) under a carnival ride. She'll, like, reach up and, like, grab the greasy, oily bits and smell them and say things (laughs) to herself like, I want your fluids. Uh, Mandrake. (laughs) (laughs) Your precious bodily fluids. But I do deny them my essence. essence. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, like. This is one of those things where it's like, I don't want to shame people, yeah. but that's kind of objectively weird, right? Yeah. 
It's weird. Like, it's do I have weird. to? Do I have to be a fucking idiot and pretend nothing's weird? No, like, that's, that's fucking weird. That's weird. That would be one of those things. That's like that's one of those things where I want to hear what Corey <laughs> Suhar has to say. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> me too. Hashtag me too. Hashtag me, me too. too. <laughs> that's a little joke that always makes me feel a little bad. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. A little closer to the mic. Sorry. Oh, I remember this. My inflatables are the funnest creatures I have to hang out with in my life. I'll eat with them. Wait, you want my food? You got your own. Watch TV together. Be fine. I'll find a show you like. If I bathe my inflatables, it's good, sure. <laughs> I do take my inflatables out swimming. What? Mark's addiction to inflatables began six years ago. There's a little shark and a, a giraffe. <laughs> And it, or Since then, the 20-year-old college student has added 14 animals to his oh, but inflatable family. 20. He doesn't know any better. <laughs> and he's happy. The thing about inflatable pool toys I love is that they're soft, they're cuddly. The bigger they are, the better they are. Kind of means there's more to love. Yeah, this is a dude that just doesn't know he has a popping finish yet. Like right. the balloon shit. He just doesn't know yet. When I first found out about Mark's inflatables, um... This is cousin. I yeah. thought... That's strange, or have they been to something See, that's not? I don't. I just hear for the free sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard about this, I didn't know what to think, and I still don't. Can I get off camera now? <laughs> my mother really wasn't there for me when I was a child. Oh my god! But this, Come on! But this inflatable dolphin was. <laughs> this orca that I spoon every night was there for me. Yeah. Oh my god! That's so weird, dude. Stop. Oh my god. Just get a hooker. <laughs> what are you doing? Find any way to be involved with a human being. That's a guy who's into big, cuddly women. Which, yeah, I mean, right. I mean, who isn't? Let's be honest hey, here. Am I right? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, what can a skinny woman do for you? What not is not a goddamn thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Doug! Oh man, Doug on Black Jeopardy. One of my favorite well, SNL what sketches. What is not a goddamn thing? <laughs> what is not a goddamn thing? <laughs> oh my god. Skinny, uh, skinny, uh, skinny women can do this for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we it's, may have... We, like, there's a fine line there. It's just weird. I don't know. We may be hitting a little bit of uh, sort of... I don't I don't know. We might be hitting kind of the end of the cringe train here. I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, we... Get on the good foot. We could, we could uh, you know, certainly give our... our um, you know, continue giving our best examples of cringe. There's, yeah. so, there's so much we can do over, over audio... Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I want. I want you. To, I want you. Let me. Let me tell you this. I. Um, I want to. I want you to uh, tell me if you if you consider this cringe. Hmm. Um, uh, so the longest written work in human history. Okay. Um, the longest the longest work of of fiction in in human history uh, currently stands at a fan fiction for Super Smash Brothers. Oh my God! Seriously? Wow. Um, it says here uh, it's ongoing, as far as I know. As of July 2013, it is 3.5 million words long. Oh my God! In human history? Um, the, here's a more recent one from uh, July of uh, 2017, uh, July of last year. That uh, says uh, this is from the uh, Smash Brothers subreddit. As of right now, the subspace emissary's world con- world's conquest oh is no longer the world's longest uh, written work. Shut up! What um, superseded it then? <laughs> um, what could possibly 
what other thing is competing with this? Oh gosh, um, uh, bu- 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 the fiction that has surpassed it as of right now. Let's see, uh, ambiance, a fleet symphony. Uh, this is a, a fan fiction for something called the Kantai Collection. Uh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me that the number one and number two longest written works in history, in human history, are fan fictions for two different things, one of which is a video game? That's that's uh, that's what it seems like. Um, uh, <laughs> See, that's not cringy. That just makes me angry. <laughs> so it's just... <laughs> It's just, I'm just um, not. I'm just not happy about that. Yeah, I'm just. I'm as not a happy fan either. of literature. Starting I'm not in happy. starting in March of 2008, uh, the last update, as this is being written, was in October of 2016. Um, uh, the fanfic became famous for how long it was, gaining attention from Kotaku, BuzzFeed, and even Game Informer and the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, it was a passion. It was a testament to how passionate. Someone can be about something that they've liked. Um, the number. I don't know, man. It clocked in as of that last update, October uh, 2016, at uh, 4.06 million words. Ooh. Okay, I don't know if that's cringy. I think maybe it isn't, but it is depressing as hell. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> makes me angry. I don't like that. <laughs> just for me, it, for, for me, me, for it, me, yeah, I just kind of like I cannot wrap my head around the fact that nothing is more you know voluminous than this. Ultimately pointless, and maybe it's not pointless. I haven't read it. What can I say? How do I know it's pointless? But it just drives me nuts. I mean, the game has already been made. Do we need? <laughs> do, <laughs> Does anyone it, need the extended universe about, around let Smash me, Brothers? Let me continue to quote Red Letter Media here. Is this a story that needed to be told? Sure. The answer is no. <laughs> Probably not. not. But then lots of great things don't need to exist. No. Yeah. Avatar didn't need to exist. No. Liquid we, soap. We've heard, we've heard the story before. Yeah. Liquid soap. Yeah. <laughs> liquid, liquid snake. Uh, the uh, the Doritos Locos Taco didn't need to no, exist. No, no. But are we glad it does? We are. And we'll be even gladder when they <laughs> yeah, make but a the Doritos spice, when they make a sweet spicy so, chili can version. I, can we fucking talk about how? Can we just? Can we just? Guys, we're guys. You know what? I just realized we're not seeing the forest for the trees here. Yeah, we've forgotten about the ultimate cringe. Which is, of what course, is it? sovereign citizens. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Amazing. I'm a sovereign citizen. <laughs> yeah, I'm not driving. I'm traveling. <laughs> are Are you addressing the agent, the person, or the individual, Man. John Q. Public? Okay, so for people who don't know what sovereign citizens are, Ben, <laughs> how would you describe them? So the the best way I've heard it described is that a sovereign citizen believes that they are under no obligation to consent to the to to they're under no obligation to obey the law unless they consent to be governed by that law. So in other words, uh uh you know, if if they they see themselves as as uh individuals or entities separate from what the government sees them as. Yeah, they're without um, government, without land, without rule. With, with yeah, and the way they differentiate that is is that uh the person you are as the government sees you is the person uh, on your driver's license, your birth certificate, uh, which they see as as contracts that you sign with the government that say, I, I consent to be a citizen and consent to be governed by you. 
uh, they believe that by divorcing yourself of those contracts, uh, that they know those rules and those those laws and the the um, all the trappings of citizenship no longer apply to them. Yeah, right. They they, they consider themselves no that, longer under that you contract. can opt out essentially. Right. Um, uh, and they and they do this by by uh, <laughs> spreading the very untrue belief that by evoking maritime jurisdiction and all, all this <laughs> all this pseudo legal mumbo jumbo yeah. that you can basically signal to the police and the government that I am not a citizen I I am not uh, you know a government asset or a government entity uh, that, you know essentially being a human being that is. That uh, in their minds is is uh, nationless or stateless. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's a very romantic idea. Sure. Like who doesn't want to kind of be their own king? Yeah. And sure. and there's you know that's that's also of course not to say that a a stateless person is not a thing. Of course that's a thing. There you know you've heard stories about people that. You know, we're out of the country when uh, the former Yugoslavia broke up, and now they don't have a country to go right. back to. Yeah, right. Uh, they never got absorbed anywhere. Right. But you, you, you're you not allowed to just decide that laws don't apply to you. Is, yeah, is you're, you're, when, you're, when you're in <laughs> a certain country, you, you have to abide by those countries' laws. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. right. Even, even if you try to set yourself outside of it. The law You're still ultimately ultimately within the jurisdiction yeah. Yeah. of the place and you that, are. And see, here's the thing: I've never seen a sovereign citizen try to argue this for anything like you know. Well, why can't I? You know, I'm just living on my own. You know, I, I'm get, I'm collecting rainwater in like the middle of the woods. I'm hunting for my own food. Why can't I collect my own rainwater? I've never seen someone argue for that. It's always they're contesting like drunk driving, right? Or, or it's traffic like tickets. That. It's like small time, yeah. like pick up, like a arrest type the thing. Parking in a handicap sure. spot. Yeah, yeah. So my my argue the uh, like if 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 there's a person who does that, you know, the argument becomes a lot stronger if it's somebody who's actually living off the grid, you know, and I yeah, mean, if, if you're, for themselves. If you're, like, yeah. actually living in a cabin you built for yourself and you're hunting and, and fishing for your own food and you're collecting rainwater and, yeah. you, yeah, you know. your own agriculture. That's something different. But if you're, like, driving a car and buying liquor and yeah. taking advantage of right. all, like, the trappings that society has to offer, you got to obey society's rules. Right. Here's, here's you're great. not allowed to just, like, say, no, it doesn't apply to me because maritime jurisdiction and I'm an individual and yada yada. What about, like, case in point, there's nothing to stop me from, from claiming as a non-citizen... I can rob a bank. Sure. Because I don't have personally any laws against robbing a bank, and I'm not part of your thing. You never hear the really extreme shit that you can do ever argued. You're right. It's always trivial bullshit that people think they can talk their way out of to avoid a ticket. Right. Right. Yeah, it's it's always it's always just super trivial. It's always it's always stupid rednecks they get you know, they've had like you know, 14 or 15 too many bush lights and they try to drive home and then they're like, they hear about this sovereign citizen bullshit. And, and the cringe comes in when you see these people on action on YouTube and, and the cops exert their just authority (laughs) by actually smashing in the person's window. Oh, it's so awesome. The the cops who actually know the law, right? 
It's, know, it's just, it's always just as important to me. Yeah. yeah. When that happens. You remember P. Barnes, right? The dude in the, uh, that courthouse in Idaho. Yes. The guy tried to force his way past them and he fucking tases <laughs> <Got> him. tased. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, that shit for me is like, it's not, mm. it's, it's not quite cringe. Like, I think it would be cringe if I cared about them. I think that's a part of a thing that makes things cringy. Sure, you gotta have empathy for yeah. the subject. Like, usually cringe is born out of a place of empathy of like, ugh, like, why are you like this? Yeah. You don't have to be, that kind of thing. With these guys, I'm always like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Oh my god, he's got the baton out. Yes! Yeah, that's true. Beat his ass. <laughs> like, I get excited. And, and it's because they come from a place of, like, the Indignant world... childlike bullshit. The like, world should revolve around me. Yes. Yeah. Insufferable. Law. I am the law. <laughs> the law shouldn't apply to me because I say it shouldn't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take... And the, it's really it's really fun to see those people get sent oh, up. Oh, for sure. Yes, for sure. it is. I'm going to take the Charles McGill stance here and say that, like, <laughs> yeah. the, the law. I am the law. The law. The law. The law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. The law, is, the, like, <clears throat> the, the, the written law is, is maybe the most short, important thing that human beings have ever come up with. Yeah. It, it, I mean, you're like, right. You're absolutely right. A set of principles that, that govern what is what is acceptable in civilized society. Yeah. It, it, and deciding for themselves at, at like different organizational levels. Right. It's, it's agreed upon. Right. I mean, and, and it's important to note too, that not every law is a good law. True. We, we had prohibition and that sucked. We had slavery and that sure. sucked. Yeah. But, the, but the law as, as, as an institution, the no, the law. Yeah. Is, is like, you know, crowning human achievement, you know, the law, agriculture, it's up there with like, Oh yeah, it's a language. Yeah. Do you know what I right. mean? Like it's 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 a crowning yeah. piece of, of human achievement. It's up there with the cheesy gordita crunch. Right. And whether or not you <laughs> like a certain law or you're pissed that you are victim to a certain law, you know, you have to accept the fact that it's it's there for a reason and it's right. important. The law the law should in an ideal world accurately reflect accurately reflect the will of the citizens it governs. Yeah. If it, usually in most cases if it doesn't it often the, does. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and and if it doesn't, the people campaign to get it changed. Yeah. Um, such as, you know, same sex marriage. Right. Perfect example. Like we reached with that issue in particular, we reached a tipping point of people's opinions were not consistent with the law. To such an overwhelming degree that the law changed. So the law changed, right? right. Usually, that's how it works. I don't think anyone would would ever try to <clears throat> overturn the law that says you can't drive while you're drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone would ever campaign seriously to overturn a law like that. And I think most people, even people who generally do that kind of thing, don't really think you just should be able to do it. Right. They just hope right. they get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't. Right. Yeah. Um yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, so I, I you're right though. I think I think empathy with the subject is required for I it to be part, it's part of cringe. cringe. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I now that you now that you say it, no, I don't think I have uh, empathy for for sovereign citizens. No, no, it's always like fuck. Yes. This yeah. dude's about to get fucked up. Yeah. The cop so is going to break this dude's window. He's going to be totally justified <laughs> yeah. in doing so it. He so deserves it for being such a <laughs> pisshead to a guy trying to just do his job and right. be a good person. Like, I can't wait to watch this dude get ripped out of his <laughs> shitty pickup 
and dropped on the sidewalk. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I get I get hyped for that shit every time. I really do. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh yeah, it sounds like we hit the yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> No, this is probably a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. I, we, think we, so, I think yeah. whenever you have that moment of silence, let's just stop. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's take a break here. We'll be back in a minute with our recommendations for this week as well as what we learned. Yes, sir. All right. And welcome back to the Dude Cast. Slurp. <laughs> oh, oh no, Chris, what are you doing? Oh no, Chris, stop. No, Chris, stop. Oh, you're embarrassing all of us. How cringy. <laughs> all right. Um, hey, we, we are back. Wait, are we rolling? We're rolling. Okay. Um. Wait, are we rolling? I think, yeah, we're rolling. We're Wait, are we rolling? Hold on. Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We are rolling. We are back. uh, Are are we rolling? Yeah. Yeah. Superintendent Chalmers. (laughs) Um, We are back with our recommendations for this episode. Uh, Who would like to go first? I don't mind. Uh, I'll go first. I've got got two recommendations. Uh, one is an album uh, by by an artist you, uh, if 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 you've heard of him you know, but but if you haven't heard of him you may have heard his his if remixes. You don't know now you know, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking at each other like I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. You're gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I don't say care. It. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 it's Pogo. Um, Pogo uh, started off doing stuff on just purely on YouTube, and now he's he's got some some albums. They're all these they're all these neat little remixes and 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 uh, remasters of of uh, I, he he takes heavily from like Disney movies and Disney songs. Um, but what I'm recommending is an album called Ascend. Um, okay, which uh, which I think if if our if our plans play out, I want to. I want to play you a little bit of one right now. From, oh, nice! From a uh, a track on this album, Ascend, uh, called "Boy and Bear." Okay, uh, which which samples heavily from uh, from the animated forms of Winnie the Pooh. Okay, <laughs> um, and it's and it's pretty great. Uh, take cool. uh, take a listen here. That's uh <laughs> oh oh yeah, I no, see. I'm just because we're, we're gonna cut that out. Oh okay, I'm gonna have to make a big note to do that. Actually, yeah. When I when I go, <laughs> we're gonna put in a little sample of okay. boy and bear in there. Nice. Um, I sure liked listening to that just now. Wow, that was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 a nice little charming. Again, it's it's like it, it's like lo-fi. You know, uh, uh, 
just chopping up a song. I, I recommended uh, Origin by Vanilla a couple weeks ago, and it's yeah. in sort of the same vein. It's not only uh, that album's really good. Yeah. Really uh, <laughs> good. It's yeah, good. It's, it's just this idea of... It's tremendous. Of, I don't give a fuck. You know. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. America rules. America's great. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You fucking suck your little... Listen to Vanilla or suck my dick. You're a little bitch. Nobody <laughs> cares what you say. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm you sorry. guys done? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Round, roundabout. So, so sure we can keep going. You know, it's 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 the same idea uh, uh, of of taking taking one work, chopping it up, and and kind of using the ingredient yeah. to sort of to sort of uh, uh, be the theme in your own creation. Hmm. Um, uh, just check it out. Uh, Ascend by Pogo. It's it's pretty nice. It's very relaxing. It's nice. pretty chill. Um, also of note is a track uh, called Take Those Pills, which I find infinitely hilarious. Take those pills. Take those pills. Got right. that meat. <laughs> you gotta take them pills. Um, you gotta gut that meat. So we'll, we'll listen to a bit of that, I'm sure. And then uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, my second recommendation, um, Far Cry 5 has been pretty big. Um, I'm here to recommend the OG Far Cry, the one that, you know, even before Crisis was a thing, uh, the OG Far Cry used to be kind of like, you know, your your PC's uh, dick measure and yardstick. I was gonna yeah. say, yeah. wasn't that one of the ones where like this is this is how you know if you have a solid rig is how well right. you run Far yeah, Cry. Yeah, it, it was the first Far Cry, and then it was Crisis for a while. Yeah, um, for a long time. Yeah, um, but the original Far Cry, well, let's see, Crisis came out in like two thousand and five. I want to say. Okay. So the original Far Cry must have come out in like. Two 2003-ish. Okay. Um, I'm going to double check that, but um, uh, if you've played uh, Far Cry 3 or 4 or 5 or Primal, uh, the OG Far Cry is is a very different game. It's on Steam. Mm-hmm. You can get it on Steam. It supports, you know, full 1080 native resolution. I'm sure it supports higher. I just don't have a, a 1440 monitor to, sure. uh, to test it or anything. Um, but... Uh, it is uh, the it's it's great number one because it's 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 fairly unforgiving in comparison to to uh, the more modern titles. Not like they're you know particularly easy either before you unlock like health upgrades and things like that. But uh, the original Far Cry is uh, fairly notoriously uh, 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 difficult. You know, it's the Far Cry series is known for its its uh, its use of first-person stealth mechanics. The first Far Cry was still kind of figuring that out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what the Cry Engine is known for is is uh, seamlessly and procedurally rendering giant landscapes. Uh, in yeah, I was going to say it's all about foliage, right? It's all foliage. Which was, it's funny because Crisis also did that later, right? Like it was yeah. like they had to the, compare it against the foliage of Far Cry. Yeah, way, right. Yeah, the the Far Cry series thrives on its its reliance on exotic locations, and for the first few iterations of that, that meant tropical, uh, you know, yeah. islands. Uh, uh, you know, Crisis was very big into um, you know. Uh, uh, you know, Pacific islands and, you know, clear crystal waters and everything. It's a beautiful landscape. And then, of course, there, there's a bunch of bad guys that are trying to kill you. <laughs> of course. Um, uh, so the original Far Cry came out in uh, 2004. Um, 
Wow. Uh, so oh it, is, it is a 14-year-old game. That's actually really fucked up, because, like, I played a lot of games back then, and it went right by me. Yeah. I never played Far Cry, and that was when I was really What else active. came out in 04? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think here. <clears throat> oh, in 2004. Let me think. 2004. 2004. Halo 2. Halo 2. <laughs> yeah, I was busy I, playing I'm, Halo. That's I'm what happened. I'm pretty sure Metal Gear Solid 3 oh, came out God. in 2004. Snake Eater. That's yeah. Snake Eater, I believe, came out in in, in or around <sighs> 2004. Let me double check that because I remember I remember playing it in high school. Um, it may well be. Now, for as for as fun of a game as it is, it's it's you know, it's kind of your standard, you know. One of the, one of the nice things about the Cry Engine is you know it's it's reliance on rendering large expanses of land means that it's it's a little less oh linear than uh, yeah 2004 November of 2004 okay so Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came out in 2004 <laughs> <laughs> um, oh lord so did Half Life two Doom Half Life two Doom three which actually looks really good in yeah. oh Doom three what I oh, play gosh. the shit out of that game and World times. and World of Warcraft. No mm. shit. Yeah. World of Warcraft. Yeah. 2004 was a fine fucking year to get into PC gaming. Yeah, it's yeah. A, that's around the time I started getting into PCs. <laughs> uh, it, you know, especially when... Because I had played Counter-Strike for a while, and when I learned that Half-Life 2 was going to be a thing, I remember my excitement. Yeah. And I remember my, my abject fear when... Uh, do you remember when someone hacked... Uh, and and release the source code yeah. of of Counter Strike Source and and the Source Engine. Yeah. Um, so it delayed Half Life Two for a while, but you know we ended up with one of the greatest first person shooters ever made. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Far oh Cry God. Far Cry the original one came out in two thousand four, and uh, that's crazy. And uh, uh, it had. Again, uh, uh, it's it's the way it rendered vast expanses of, of terrain meant that huge tracts of land. You could, yeah, of course, you could play it in a fairly nonlinear. It, it had kind of like linear objectives, and you had to get from one point A to point B. But you had a lot of options in how you how you could go about doing it. Yeah, uh, Morty. One of the big reasons I'm recommending it today, though, is because I'm playing through it again. And the dialogue is just atrocious. <laughs> it's the worst stuff I've ever heard. Um, so okay. so the, the plot of the first Far Cry is you are ex-Navy SEAL Jack Carver. Miles, Jack you are Carver. you are investigative journalist Miles, <laughs> Miles <Lumpshore>. Lumpshore. <laughs> Uh, oh my god. And you are you are ex escorting a an investigative journalist <laughs> <laughs> whose name is Miles Upshur. Whose name is Valerie. Okay. Uh, Valerie! <laughs> you make me wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're escorting her to this to this archipelago of Pacific Islands where weird things are happening, yeah, and then you get fired on by the mercenaries that are guarding it. And but how's she supposed to do journalist stuff? I I know. She's got a video camera, dude. It's rough. Mm. So so now you're being hunted by these by uh, these mercenaries Morty. that are guarding some weird uh, Morty, that are Morty. guarding some weird science and so you got to you know use the jungle to your advantage yeah. it, the far cry formula yeah. sure. you, you got to use the jungle to your advantage They're all messed up yeah. on like bad science <laughs> Right <laughs> They're like looking for this briefcase with good science Yeah Man we got to have Corey back on yeah. so, <laughs> 
Um, so the so the plot is simple, and the, and the dialogue is just you know Jack Carver literally sounds like this. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, Action guy. So uh, no joke. Okay. A line I heard. A line I I heard yesterday was uh, so you want me to blow up some. You want me to blow something up to divert their attention from the th- the other thing I just blew up. Brilliant. <laughs> Why does he sound like an asshole Duke Nukem uh, Solid Snake combination? Because he is. <laughs> There's no way around it. Jack Car- Jack Carver is, is uh, before everyone realized that video game protagonists were brown-haired white men with beards, yeah, right. Jack Carver was that brown-haired white man with a beard. <sighs> the prototypical... <laughs> There's nothing worse guy. than shitty commentary <laughs> compared to like some of the great commentary in Who the hell are you? Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. man. Like take most of <laughs> most of the awesome dialogue that I hear that I ever heard in games were side conversations, much like we were what we were talking about earlier this week in Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell, yeah. Oh yeah. Just guys talking when yeah. they think no one's listening. Like yeah. that that was always so fucking cool. Give me one reason I shouldn't kill you right now. And <laughs> and it's oh. it's one of one of the hidden pieces of brilliance I think of chaos theory is the fact that it's probably true to real life espionage. People saying shit Boring when shit. they think no one is listening and it turns out to be useful to the person overhearing. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's almost always got to be like boring sh- like being yeah. a spy is like got to be notoriously boring because like, like, like your garage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Motion tra- the motion, motion tracking, tracking lights. lights. Yeah. yeah, that's like a, that's a an important thing. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, little the, clues from the game. In the bank level, you're you're supposed to try and and limit your movement past these motion tracking lights in the in the front driveway, or else just go around them. You know, yeah. you stick to the shadows. Um, and uh, and the two guys are talking about it. Like as soon as you enter the level, to clue you in that those are there. Yeah. And the, and the one guy's like, "Oh no, you could never afford them for your garage. They're very expensive." <laughs> and then when you interrogate the guy, he's like an expert suddenly on yeah. like, <laughs> like, "Oh no, not my garage. They're way too expensive." <laughs> Really, yeah. really, just it, it. It seems like it. It. It must happen, right? Like, like. Yeah. That's got to be what a, being a spy mostly is. Yeah. Knowing what to pick up on. Absolutely. Fifth freedom. Yeah, fifth. Fifth freedom, Fisher. Uh, freedom. Yes, that's one of the things that Chaos Theory and Splinter Cell in general really uh, has historically done really, oh, really God, well. Fucking games. Dude. Re- remind <laughs> me to show you. Do, do you know Sam Fisher comes back up in Wildlands? No, get out of here. There's there's new content for Wildlands. I gotta show you this one thing. It's the most heartbreaking fucking thing you'll see oh, all man. month. Oh no, we're gonna have to watch that later. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no. I'll I'll show you. I'll show you. Yeah. But anyway, um, Far Cry, Far Cry, the original Far Cry OG. Uh, any rig today should be able to handle the original oh, Far I Cry so. as long as you have a halfway decent video card. Yeah, you can play the OG Far Cry. Um, Which I do. <laughs> it's, I do. You know, it, in spite of, you know, it can be kind of bullshit sometimes, but, you know, there's frequent checkpoints and it's it's fun. Yeah. It's real pretty. It's really fun. The dialogue will make you crack the hell up. <laughs> um, it's funny because now that we talked about this, all I actually want to do is play Splinter Cell. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and one of the better things about the OG Far Cry, the 
sniper rifle has a 16x zoom Sweet. on it. So so it really takes advantage of the of the vast space that you'll be using. That's yeah. like halo level zooming. Yeah, that must yeah. have been like a deliberate design decision. Is like it, we it, gotta. Oh, it totally was. Yeah. Once you get the sniper rifle, it should be completely rewarding. And boy, is it. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have a silencer, so as soon as you fire that thing, everyone's gonna know you're around. Right. But. You know, that's half the fun. You got to tag the guys and then stalk them in the jungle. That's yeah. Far Cry. You know? oh, that's too much fun. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. You, you, yeah, you, let you me brought ju- it up earlier. I'm sorry. I took way too long on that. No, you're okay. <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, I so my recommendation uh, for this week is another documentary. I feel like I'm always recommending documentaries, but I really, really like them. I yeah, watch I'm trying a lot. to diversify my bonds here. So <laughs> doing this, I'm trying to like, you know. Yeah. I should probably mix it up a little bit, but... Uh, I like, just it usually goes game documentary album. Yeah, right. Like really so, regularly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying um, to mix it up. Maybe it's okay. Maybe it's you know no. maybe, maybe they need you know maybe the people listening to this need a, an assortment and that's what we're doing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> I just watched uh, Netflix released a four part documentary series called Bobby Kennedy for President. Mm, okay. Oh, I'm with you because uh, he yeah. was the Kennedy that I liked the most. <laughs> yeah, he was the Kennedy yeah. everyone liked the yeah, most. Right, right. A four part documentary. A four part documentary. Wow. Uh, all about it starts all the way back, you know, uh, more or less when Bobby Kennedy is JFK's, you know, campaign supervisor. Yeah. His, 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 the, the head of his campaign. So it follows the two of them in politics and then it follows the JFK assassination and the period that follows and. Bobby's sort of trying to decide, you know, uh, with people talking in his ear all the time about whether or not he's going to run for president. Yeah, yeah. And then his eventual run, obviously, his assassination. Um, Sirhan Sirhan was his That's right, Sirhan right? Sirhan. Yeah, who, by the way, even recently, was is still still appealing to get out of jail. What an the dude's asshole. still there. Fuck that guy. <clears throat> you know... You um, just kill Bobby Kennedy and get out of jail. <laughs> it, it's interesting. I... Having watched it, I don't want to say too much, but he's got his own kind of version of things, and it's very it's it, well, it's loosely like I don't remember, I don't remember what happened. Yeah, which yeah, seems I am not sketchy. Uh, it seems sketchy. You don't just forget that. But you know, I don't know. I try to I try to keep my head open because on some level, some aspects of his conviction felt unfair. Well, yeah, it felt fishy. It felt like his lawyers were like not exercising their options. Some of the evidence seemed like way over the top and like, like well, may, it, maybe he fake. Sh- he shot him in broad daylight, didn't he? The thing is, so many people can't agree on what they saw, who was in the room, who was how close to whom, like all of the detail, like the the uh, what, what what do you call it? The um, uh, oh god, hearsay. Like, no, I'm uh, like like when you're gesturing your ear. Yeah, I know. When, when a gun goes off and you have the the. Uh, ex- the the muzzle flash yeah chaos so whatever dust and all that comes off of the explosion like that pattern could suggest that the shooter was like you know right against his head it could suggest they were like two feet away yeah so there's a lot of weird stuff uh, that like i don't know <clears throat> yeah i didn't make up my mind on him but it was it was weird he's he's fishy either way for um, sure documentary is great Features a lot of really interesting, intimate conversations. You know, sort of some stuff I didn't have any idea about. Like, like 
uh, exactly how much LBJ and uh, and Bobby hated each other. Yeah. Oh yeah, the extent uh, of their hate. We actually learned about other. that in history class. Oddly enough, I had a pretty yeah. good tenth grade history teacher. Yeah, talking about yeah, they did not like each other at yeah. all. No, they all. hated each other. Yeah. yeah, Bobby referred to LBJ as a guy who was basically an animal. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, it wasn't. Wasn't LBJ the one who would routinely take his penis out to intimidate people in arguments? Yeah, he's yeah, he's kind of an animal. I'm still not sure what happened there, but I've heard that story before, too. <laughs> I would love to know exactly why and how he took his penis out yeah. in front of people. Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Well, I like it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely watch watch Bobby Kennedy for president. In particular, <coughs> if you're if you're interested in you know political documentaries or political events. But like, really, I feel like anyone can gather a lot from this documentary. It follows like something I guess I knew existed, but hadn't really uh, conceptualized. Explored, yeah, yeah, is like exactly how passionate and idealistic a young generation of Americans was. Yeah. About Bobby Kennedy in particular. Yeah. And uh, it was the Bernie Sanders of his time. Really? Exactly. I mean, really? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it like, was just. I, I felt a certain kinship to the people that were yeah. so disappointed and let down and depressed, you know, to to see what happened to him. Oh, he died. Oh, great. Oh, good job. <laughs> um, no, it's a great documentary. Super recommend it. Ted's like, oh, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Ted comes in with his gigantic jaw. Yeah. <laughs> You guys want to vote me? Uh, How about me, though? Uh, 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 everyone. <laughs> yeah, watch Bobby Kennedy for president. Really good. I have three. I'm going to keep them. I'm going to keep them brief. Um, I'm going to touch my briefs on this, Just Morty. Touch your briefs, please. Um, uh, the first one, I like. I oh, said yeah, earlier, yeah. I've been uh, I've been playing Pokemon Emerald. This is the first time I've played past Gen two Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to specifically recommend Pokemon Emerald to you because you've all already played it. I'm sure. Uh, people listening <laughs> because like why wouldn't you it's yeah. like it's you know 13 years old at this point yeah i know i never did either but uh you know my, my base recommendation um go back and do something old that you that you know everybody else has already done and already you know likes a lot go back to where you once belonged yeah get, get, <laughs> get back, back. Get back. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, continue. Oh, wubble, wubble, dub, dub. No, that's, I'm gonna, it's, every time somebody burps, we're going to go Morty, and then every time someone farts, I'm going to say wubble, wubble, dub, dub. <laughs> well, that's why, right. I'm, that's why I'm recommending Far Cry, like, yeah. like many, many years after, well, yeah. well, like a decade and a half after it's, it, you know, it, it's been, um, it's a, been, a, a, you know, a, a PC dick measuring yardstick, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still a fun game. Sure. I right, can't well, say the same for the first crisis. The second crisis, though, yeah. is incredible. Oh! <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, but, uh, uh, okay, it's, it's, there's five minutes gone in the second period of this Caps-Pens game. I know, I'm sorry. That's right. Caps were up a goal. Pens just scored one. Okay, yeah. Whoa. Woo! So, tied up, sorry. Five, okay. five minutes gone? Five minutes gone, 15 Yeah, we're going to have to get back up there pretty soon. Yeah. All right. Well, but like I said, go back and, like, whether that's a game or an album that you haven't listened to, I would just say... Something that everybody has told you is really good that you never went back and, and yeah. played. Go back and do that. Yeah. Um, I've been meaning to do it for a while with the first Deus Ex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deus Ex. Yeah. I have that, actually. Um, but, yeah, go back. Do something that you know everybody already knows is good and you just haven't experienced. Yeah. Second recommendation. Um, it's it's part of the All or Nothing series. I, I watched a whole bunch of this. I'm not quite done yet. 
uh, but I'm going to get there. Uh, there's an, uh, an all or nothing uh, series on Amazon right now, which is all or nothing is like a sports doc, kind of in the vein of 30 for 30, but it's a specific focus on a sports team okay. and like their struggle over a season. Okay. Right. Like how that, how that team evolves. I dig that. So right now all it's all or nothing. The Michigan Wolverines from last year. Oh, um, so oh, yeah, shit. it's it's Jim Harbaugh, you know, and all his shitty Jim Harbaughness <laughs> cronies. Yeah, um, so it's it's them going through their season, which of course eventually ends in a loss to the Ohio State Buckeyes, which I'm not there yet. The Earth reverberating with a mighty cheer. Yeah. So yeah, check check that out. It's really cool. It's a good insight into. How, awesome. how to you know how to coach a football team how what it looks like behind the scenes you know uh you feel the heartbreak of the losses you kind of see those kids develop and you know come into their own it's really cool documentary check out it's called um, all or nothing all or nothing the michigan wolverines it's yeah a, it's a prime series it's on amazon prime right right now i think they bought the all or nothing series espn used to carry it um they did one on ohio state a couple years back no shit um mm. Uh, they did one on the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they, you know, they do a lot of different, you know, sports. Sure. They just pick pick a, a team and, and follow them for a season. That's awesome. Uh, the final uh, recommendation I want to make to you is the, the highlight recommendation. The one I really want to talk about uh, is is one that HBO did uh, about Andre the Giant. I think it's simply just called Andre yes. the Giant. Um, I would love to watch that. It's very good. We can we can definitely watch it. Like once yeah. this hockey game's over, if you want. I mean, it's 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 about an hour and twenty minutes. Um, it, it's it's basically just about. It touches really briefly on like his early life and how he came into wrestling, and then the kind of person that he was. I know. And, he, I know. He got rides to school from George Bernard Shaw. <laughs> yeah, which is insane. Yeah, <laughs> that is odd, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, the kind of person he is, as I understood it, is enormous. Is that accurate? He, yeah. <laughs> One would say that he was a, a hulking man. <laughs> the Hulk wouldn't say that. Yeah, Andre the very large person. Andre the very big. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a famous story about Andre where he's out at dinner with a bunch of celebrities. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And... Uh, uh, Andre was famous for for insisting on paying the bill and not Correct. letting anyone else do it. So so one night they're out. Andre gets up to use the John, and Arnold goes up and goes to the host and and goes to pay. Goes to pay, and then Andre picks him up <laughs> off the ground. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. picks Arnold up off the ground. The Terminator puts him back in his chair mm. and then goes, "I pay." I pay. I pay. <laughs> well, wait. Well, the, Arnold tells that story in this documentary, and he didn't. Ju- he didn't just put him on a chair. What he what he said, Andre, I invited you. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, okay, okay. And he <laughs> picks Arnold Schwarzenegger up and sets him on a piece of furniture. So he doesn't just he doesn't just put him back in his chair. He lifts him up, and Arnold and like Ar- they're interviewing Arnold, and he said he picked me up like a little doll. He just. <laughs> They said, I mean, and he was like incredibly strong. Yeah. I mean, he was just yeah. a hulk of a man. <laughs> um, famous drinker. <laughs> incredible oh drinker. Yeah. Um, Legendary yeah. drinker. Yeah. Uh, Ric Flair to this day, and I believe it, uh, Ric Flair, because everybody kind of backs up that he was an incredible drinker uh, because he was in pain, I think, most of his life. Yeah, right. Sure. Was in incredible sure. pain. Um, but Ric Flair said they were out one night after a particularly good show, and he said, I counted. He drank 106 beers. 
a hundred. Right. He said he said we'd go out places and he would drink twenty four minimum. Yeah, I mean, like there's they Ugh. they have a shot of him holding a beer glass yeah, it's or amazing. a beer can, and it's like it looks like this. I, yeah. To me, it looks like those little cans of V eight. Yeah, that's what a that's beer what he's can holding looks like in his hand. I mean, he was yeah. just but like it's a great documentary because it talks about him as as the good person that he was, and like you know the way that he thought, the way that he acted. You know, and also the way that people would treat him who didn't know who he was, who just saw this big guy and like, yeah. oh my god, talking behind his back. Right. Um, yeah. It's a very interesting documentary because you get to see guys who are like notorious hardball, hard asses like yeah. Hulk Hogan and guys with really hard balls. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> but you know, people who people who like don't break. Guys like uh, uh, Terry Bollea, Hulk Hogan, yeah. and and moreover Vince McMahon, <laughs> who is like does not break. Yeah, uh, you know, a guy who you don't see. No, you know, <laughs> we've seen that. Yeah, I know we're thinking of the same video. Right? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, where you yeah, see definitely. you see him. You know, you don't you see him. You see these guys get choked up, especially Vince McMahon, a guy, and he says in the documentary they're talking about you know uh, Andre Andre and Vince had a lot. You know, Andre had a lot of resentment towards Vince because Andre's career was ending, and they had to phase him out for his health. Yeah, and he carried a lot of yeah. resentment towards him, and he, and they asked. Vince they're like do you do you remember the last time that you talked with Andre and he said mm. you know not specifically he, he said I, I'm the kind of person who I, I try and block things out that are very painful to me so I can't specifically remember it <laughs> and you just you're watching this guy who is like a hard ass uh, like a ruthless yeah. kind of businessman yeah and yeah. you're watching like this guy get prick. choked up uh, you know, and it's just I, I don't want to like spoil anything for you, but you, you should really watch yeah. the documentary. It's a no, good, I really want to. it's a really good examination of and, the man and the legend behind the man. And like as someone yeah. who who didn't grow up with wrestling, uh, but who did grow up with with some good goddamn movies. Yeah, my first exposure to Andre the Giant Princess was the Bride. Princess Bride. Of course, yeah. they talk yeah. about yeah. that. Everyone, in this everyone knows him for that. Yeah. And uh, you know, if that's your first exposure to Andre the Giant, you. you you can't help but just remember him as as just like yeah. the kind, gentle person that yeah. he was. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. the best representation of him. Actually, yeah. it's, funny, it's funny enough. Like you know, Andre the Giant as a wrestler is a character, and and so is his character in the Princess Bride. But that is more authentic yeah. to the kind of man yeah. he seems to I be. I don't even exercise. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I read something recently that said on the set of the Princess Bride once he let out a sixteen second fart. Yeah, yes, that's another and thing they like, talk about and, in these documentaries. And, is this and, uh, and Rob and like there's this very there's this very pregnant pause and, and before Rob Reiner finally spoke up he's like are you okay Andre <laughs> and he says I am now boss <laughs> uh, yeah it's great oh, to, uh, what a dream to yeah. fart so legendarily they they, oh. they talk there's a whole section dedicated to his, his farts. farts I'm not kidding. <laughs> There's a whole section oh, dedicated to this. Oh, we got to watch this. We got to um, watch this together. Uh, but I, I will say this as a final note before we get into what we learned. Uh, yes. I remember being, he died in 94, 95. I remember being very little. And I remember when Andre the Di Giant died. Uh, one of the, I didn't know who he was at the time. Yeah. But one of the traditions in, in wrestling in particular, 2-1. 2-1 pens. Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, one of the traditions in wrestling is that when a wrestler dies, they do a ten bell salute to him. They they bring yeah. they bring the locker room out, oh. and, and they have a moment of silence for the crowd, and they ring the the ring bell ten times. Oh, fuck, a moment. Man. And there's some if you've ever, you ever want to see some emotional shit. Yeah. Look at some of the great ten bell salutes that they have for <clears throat> wrestlers who are called Rowdy Roddy Piper's was great. Um, Owen Hart. Owen that, Hart. Uh, um, Jim Ross getting choked up talking about Owen Hart dying. On I remember. I remember when it happened. Uh, you I know. Just got, I just got uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Eddie Guerrero. When Eddie Guerrero died. Yeah. Uh, you know. You watching mm. all these guys who loved Eddie. Um, yeah, yeah. But but I remember. On, I remember watching that with my dad when Andre the Giant died, uh, and, and like having to ask my dad who he was, and this, the 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 silence and the, like the reverence in the room. When they do this ten bell salute, how everybody, you know, you know, yeah. you, you feel it immediately. You know, yeah, he's such an important figure. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if you get a chance, find it on uh, HBO. Uh, really good documentary. One more reason for me to get HBO, man. Yeah, I, I've been considering it for a while. Yeah, honestly, it's it's fifteen bucks a month. The the content that they have HBO's on there is great. Yeah, is great Wait. movies if you're, yeah. if you're better, a movie better fan better than Netflix better than Amazon Prime the shit that's on HBO HBO doesn't make bad <laughs> no. you know you know what I'm going to do I'm going to cancel my planet fitness membership <laughs> <laughs> that right. seems so, like a good idea yeah yeah you know what it's honestly they don't do anything bad every like every flagship series they've ever thrown out there has been Unbelievable! You can watch that. You you'll never run out of good things to watch. I'll never run out of Game of Thrones ever again. You'll never run out of Game of Thrones ever again. I tried. I tried to do some pirate sites for Westworld, Mm -hmm. but but man, it's not worth it if you don't get it in full HD. You know, it's not not worth it at all. Which reminds me, we should start to watch maybe in a couple of weeks season two of Westworld in a couple of weeks. Yeah, once we have enough that we can binge to it to a week and and uh, and be caught up. We should at least do the first episode. Of Firefly this coming Sunday. Yeah, we should start. I think Firefly is probably the next logical step. Uh, how yeah. are you? Are you guys? Do you have you guys seen Firefly? No, never. I've watched a lot of Firefly, but not all of it. Okay. Probably, probably a third. But, or, you, but or, you've, never, you have never seen yeah. Firefly. No. Oh, it's good. It's got that Joss Whedon it. thing of like uh, Joss Whedon. You know, like you really have to kind of have some appreciation of camp. Yeah, yeah, and then and then taking taking the tropes specific to camp, and then just like flipping them on its head yeah. for com- mainly for comedic effect. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yes, let's wrap this shit up so let's we can watch it. some hockey. Yeah, we got ten minutes left of period two. So what did we learn, boys? Uh, I just wrote anyway. <laughs> That's a good one. I wrote Orange Julius. <laughs> <laughs> I forget why now. I, I wrote that a moment of silence is death. Yeah. Mm. Deep, right? I wrote, maybe don't argue uh, to disprove your group's violent tendencies after one of you <laughs> mowed down a bunch of people. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I wrote, uh, uh, wait, wait I, I wrote, I'm going to get you up on a winch and we going to fuck get her down. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, uh, pool toys are definitely the best. Uh, mm-hmm. God. I wrote, uh, Neil Breen is the opposite of Jordan Belfort from The Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Shit, man. I wrote, uh, the government knows what you jack off to. <laughs> That's true. They, they do. definitely know. I wrote that all the real men are dead. Yeah, they sure they are. definitely are. Uh, I wrote, wear Cosby, zips up, zoobity bop, gross sexual misconduct. <laughs> uh, I wrote, the, the world's longest written work probably features at least one extended soliloquy on the virtues of courage delivered by Donkey Kong, and that's depressing. <laughs> 
the leader of, of the, the pack. pack. <laughs> you know him well. He's finally back <laughs> to kick some tail. So depressing. I wrote, I wrote, the nation of Netbeardia is a proud one with many waifus and shimmering lakes of Mountain Dew. Yeah. I wonder what their flag is. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, whatever it is, it's wo- definitely woven it's, out of discarded it's, 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 it's a trilby tipped this yeah. way, and underneath just says "Milady." It's a, it's a lo- impact. It's text. a lolly image. Just, <laughs> yeah. just it's the same flag as Brazil's, except instead of "Ordem e Progresso," it just says, "It just says, uh, will Milady honor me with a date?" Yeah. <laughs> It's about ethics in video games. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the proud nation of Nick Beardia. Yeah. <laughs> that's all uh, I got. Yeah, that's that's it for me, man. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks, guys. We will be. Oh, good. No, we'll be. I, I'm going to be on next week. I'm going to come up with a that's joke. That's right. You're the host yeah, next you gotta, week. You get some jokes. You got to get some jokes. Yeah. You got jokes. jokes. You got jokes. Hmm. You got jokes. jokes for days. I got jokes. Uh, jokes and jokes and jokes and jokes and oh. We will see you next week. Yes. We will. Yes. With more Dudecast. Hopefully. Thanks yes. for listening. It might, it might just be a, an hour of static. We don't know. It might be. Yes. Just yeah. fart noises. Yeah. Yes. 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 All right. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>